Hey guys, this is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Real quick, I want to tell you guys about my favorite Midwestern record store, Indie CD and Vinyl, located at 806 Broad Ripple Ave in the throbbing Broad Ripple neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. They've got stacks of wax, metal, hardcore, punk rock, reggae, crazy electronic shit that you've never even heard of that you got to check out. Indie CD and Vinyl has it all. You can find these guys on Facebook and Twitter at Indie CD and Vinyl. Go check them out. Indie CD and Vinyl, where the music is at. Hey folks, Big Jake here just to take a minute and remind you that Music the Lifeblood is not a politically correct podcast. So the following episode might have some colorful commentary on the subjects at hand. Listener discretion is advised. Sitting around with time to kill. If we don't do it, then no one will. Our eyes are cold, our thoughts are old. Fifteen minutes till we lose control. You are now listening to Music, the Lifeblood. Generation behind, going nowhere is just fine. Maybe tonight's the night we die. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned in to another episode of Music, the Lifeblood. I am your very humble host, Dustin, Big Jake. What are we talking about? Dustin, there is a a time in history <laughs> that I'm talking way in the past, way in the past, that we just refer to as the Troubles, <laughs> when things just weren't good. You know. You know what I mean. And then in, in much similar faction, in the film industry, <laughs> right. there's a similar time period <laughs> that I like to refer to as 80s schlock. <laughs> Today, we're discussing the heavy metal theatrical hit Tour de Force. Tour de Force. Tour de Force. That is Trick or Treat. Uh, yeah, it's the Trick or Treat episode. So like, uh, let me let me let make sure you that, by all means <laughs> trick or treat nineteen eighty six I thought it was eighty four so eighty eighty six this was released on October twenty fourth nineteen eighty six uh, so yeah it's the trick or treat episode it is the eighties heavy metal twinged it's weird man I like I huh, coming of age thriller i want to say i want to call it a horror film but it's not scary like not even for its time oh it's super scary it's not scary it's scary, it's scary. this is like the exorcist <laughs> this is like jaws and exorcist <laughs> and aliens like all, all wrapped together. in one ah! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 80s schlock is a good, it's a good way to... It's 80s schlock. Uh, I think the, the 80s, twas a neat time. Twas. Twas. Twas magical. (laughs) Twas a magical period. For heavy metal specifically. Indeed, yeah. That's when I It was basically the pop music of the time. Yes, yes. If we have, uh, if, uh, the 70s, we came out of the 70s with that decade being the sort of proto-metal. Yes, yes, yes. In the 80s, that decade defined began began to define shape what it is, yeah. Our 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 understanding of the metal. The metals. The metal. All right. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Trick or Treat 1986 starring Skippy from Family Ties. Yes. <laughs> I might add. <laughs> Mark Price. 
He's a damn fine actor. Is he? I don't know. I do believe he is a really good actor. I mean, the movie I, the movie was better than I thought. Because the way we talked about it, you were like, watch this movie, and we're going to talk about it. It's a train wreck. And I was like, this is not nearly as bad as some of the shit that I've seen. Right, right. Well, I think um, it's metal. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Mark Price's character, Ragman. Right. Ra- which, why? <laughs> Why Ragman? Eddie. But we're going to call him Ragman, respectfully. Yeah. Because that's what he wanted to be known by. I guess. That respectfully his, of this fictional his artist, character. His artist name. His metal, his metal name. <laughs> he doesn't use his slave name, Eddie. <laughs> he goes by only Ragman. All right. Before we jump into the meat and potatoes of the episode, yes. I do want to remind everyone that Music the Lifeblood does have a Patreon. We do, and we want your money. We want your money. All you have to do is Google Music the Lifeblood Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We always say that like where somebody's goofing it. I don't know. <laughs> like, no one knows how to spell it. It's a weird word. Is it? Yeah. It's weird. Seller. You know what I mean? Like C-E-L-L-A-R. Like, like a cellar door. Yeah. It doesn't sound the way it's spelled. Mm, you're right. So I just want to make sure. Make sure. Make Double sure clarify. everybody's on the same page. If you do go to the Music of the Lightblood Patreon, you have many options. Many, many, many options, ranging from $1 to 500 <sighs> that you can contribute <laughs> to Music the Lightblood. we'll Life take Blood. any of it. We'll take all of it. Yep. Buttons, stickers, posters, Shirts. or, or sh- we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, lots of things happening. It's your opportunity to jump on the music, the lifeblood freight train, and keep us plowing through that metal ass. <laughs> I love that's become our catchphrase now. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, trick or fucking treat. Trick or fucking treat. Are you on Facebook? I bet you probably lay in bed for hours mindlessly scrolling through bullshit being posted by people that you hardly know and probably don't care about. Well, break up the monotony of a bunch of dumbasses whining about shit you don't care about and go like Music the Lifeblood on Facebook. That way, you can get some meaningful metal, hardcore, and punk rock shit in your news feed. Facebook.com backslash Music the Lifeblood. Motherfucker! Big Jake. Yes. You're a snob. <laughs> That's when it comes, just a cold when, open. When, Here we go. <laughs> when it, when it, I, okay. Okay. You and I are at odds. About? At, at a, at, in, in a sort of categorical way. The way that, the way that we enjoy our metal. Okay. You, you, I, I would define as, <laughs> as the big box polished yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Side of metal. Yeah, I like I like my my metal to be neat and clean and clean cut and whereas whereas I am the seedy underbelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this with more street credit. Yeah, fair, fair, <laughs> fair. So when we talk about this movie, what for you? What mm-hmm. comes to mind? What do you What do you mean? As far as uh, maybe the backdrop of, like the, of the, the actual the, movie the set, the the. Like the, what, not what? like the physical, like they built a set, right, like the right, the right, setting, right? Which, by the way, mm-hmm. one of our ultra uh, uh, MTL MTLB ultra mega militia members yeah. went to that high school. Really? Yes. Huh. Mm. Neat. Mm. Um, so, anyway, what's what's the question? What are you what are you alluding to? What what comes to mind in 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 heavy metal lore? Yeah. When you think about that time in the eighties. 
hair metal. Um, let's see what was going on. Eighty six. Mm-hmm. So like we're God, we're right, we're right smack in the middle of like fucking hair metal. Like not even like it's ramping up. Yeah, not even like the like the kind of pseudo like Van Halen y kind of hair metal. Like we're in like wasp territory in '86. <laughs> it's well, like, yeah, the hair metal it's, is it's rolling. Real, it's yeah. really beginning to ramp up yeah. at that point. Um, here's what I'm getting at. This is yeah. my, this might be one of those instances where your your age is showing. Oh yeah, I mean, I, this movie came out. I was non existent for four right. more years. Right. So let's talk about the Satanic Panic. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I know what you're talking. You meant yeah. more like culturally what was yeah. going on. Yeah, 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 bigger picture. Yeah, people were like fucking. Every, everything was the devil. People were like mm. protesting against like Cabbage Patch Kids, mm. like just the weirdest shit yes. yeah, around that time. Mm. Mm. Quite. quite. <laughs> All right, so the Satanic Panic. Yeah, you know you can't you can't not Which, talk about. And we still feel the effects of today. We do. Yeah, we do. Geraldo, <laughs> like Rivera. Yeah. Hmm? There were times I thought he was the devil. <laughs> Rondo Rivera? <laughs> okay. All right, so let's let's hit some of the high points, okay? Uh, 1980, Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. It's released. Mr. Crowley's on that album. Mr. Crowley. Boo, boo, boo. Help me write my own songs. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Crowley. Bob Daisy is my bass player, and the reason I have a career. <laughs> All right, so 1980, Blizzard of Oz by Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, 1982, Number of the Beast mm-hmm. by Iron Maiden. 1983, Shout at the Devil. Shout at the Devil. One of, easily one of, pro- I could put that in probably like a top 200 albums. Really? Of ever. Uh, For you or just for like on like ever? For me. Oh, okay. For That's me. fair. Yeah. For me. That's fair. It'd probably be... Somewhere in the 100s. The fact that you have a top 200 is like, that's a big, that's a big list. It is. I'll show it to you at some point. I don't have a, no, you physically have a top 200. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. (laughs) All right, uh, shout at the devil. Um, And then uh, uh, 1986, uh, Judas Priest goes to trial with the uh, attempted suicide of a fan oh i don't think i ever heard about that. listening to the lyrics of better by you than me um so that was huge and i, I mean that really sort of rocked judas priest yeah. and i think it's i think it's probably followed them to this day i've never heard of that so never i've never heard of judas really priest having to go to trial for something like that yeah yeah the uh huh. the, um the family ended up bringing litigation against them huh uh, they won it. Um, it well, was yeah. uh, it was awful, but the fact that there's there's B roll footage of uh, KK Downing, Rob Halford, and Glenn Tipton defending in a court case in a court case their music w- f- against an attempted suicide. Um, attempted? It didn't even like. Oh, maybe maybe not. I'm gonna have to go back and revisit okay. this because it's. Um, I'm fuzzy on some of the details. Well, yeah, I mean, it was uh, quite some time ago. <clears throat> All right, so 1983 or 84, 85, Richard Ramirez, uh, the serial killer, mm-hmm. um, at one of his crime scenes, he left an ACDC hat, and he specifically hmm. brought up uh, their song Night Prowler. Fair. From, okay. yeah. from Highway to Hell? 
I think it's I think it's the last it on highway I th- to hell. Yeah, I think it's the last one on side two of highway to hell. It's been a long time since um, highway to hell all the way through. So that I mean that's worth mentioning. Um, uh, Ricky Cas Caso or Queso K A S K A S S O. Not hundred percent on how to okay. pronounce that. Um, he was the Acid King. Um, he was the one that called himself the Acid mm-hmm. King. Um, he was into drugs, dealt him specifically. LSD. Mm-hmm. He killed his friend in 1984. Um, and then also another one I felt like was worth mentioning. There was a movie. There was a made-for-TV movie, like some Lifetime fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, which is funny, because it didn't have Merit or Meredith Baxter Bernie. to do It's the one Lifetime movie she wasn't in. Anyway, it was called uh, Mazes and Monsters. 1982. That's supposed to be like a Dungeons and Dragons yep, ripoff. And it starred a very young Tom Hanks who got. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Who now got, I know what you're talking who got about. way yeah. too deep into some role playing Dungeons and Dragons and started seeing this big old fucking monster in a cave. I've never, ever met one person who played D&D and was like, you need to watch out for that guy. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch out for him. The only thing so I, he doesn't get beat up. <laughs> like, I, I, I always, in, in, in that specifically, I always think of the West Memphis, West Memphis 3. Uh, I'm learning so much today. Uh, There's so much before my time. I'm fuzzy I'm fuzzy on details here again as well. Yeah. However, the, the gist of the, the tale of the West Memphis 3 was that these three boys mm-hmm. that were into heavy metal, Mm-hmm. Played Dungeons and Dragons, etc., 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 and the community crucified these three young boys uh, for the deaths of other young men. There could have been a couple deaths. So, like I said again, I'm fuzzy here. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to look it up because I feel up. like this is um, look it up. around <clears throat> and relevant. There it is. Uh, three boys: Damian, Damian Eccles, Jesse, Miss Kelly, and Charles Baldwin. It was the case that shocked the nation on May 5th, 1993. Three little boys. 93? Yeah. Three little boys from West Memphis, Arkansas, went out for a bike ride with a promise to their parents that they would be home for dinner. Somewhere along the way, the kids were murdered and thrown into a secluded wooded area known to locals as Robin Hood Hills. Steve Branch, Christopher Byers, and Michael Moore, all second graders at West Memphis Weaver Elementary School with their own shoelaces, had been hogtied with their own shoelaces, sexually mutilated, beaten, and left for dead. Uh, With pressure on their backs to find the culprits, Arkansas authorities arrested three local, quote-unquote, outcast teenagers known around town for wearing black and listening to heavy metal. (laughs) At the time, Damian, Damian Eccles, 18, Jason Baldwin, 16, and Jesse Miss Kelly, 17, fit the description authorities were looking for. All three teens were convicted of the murders in order to serve life in prison, except for Eccles, who was sentenced to death. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yet, the majority of the evidence was circumstantial, dating back to Eccles' troubled childhood that consisted of violence and psychiatric treatment. When juvenile, offi- uh, when juvenile officer Jim Jones heard about the murders, he went directly to Eccles for questioning. Jones had no evidence to prove Eccles was involved, but he had heard his name frequently with fellow juvenile officer Jerry Driver, who had run-ins in the past with him. Um, Bunch of circumstantial evidence from day one. The teens professed their innocence. Uh, there was a documentary called Paradise Lost. Um, that was around the time I was in high school. Um, 
Johnny Depp, Eddie Vedder, the Dixie Chicks all got involved. Henry Rollins put together the West Memphis Three Why tribute. Why were the Dixie Chicks involved? Uh, That's kind of out of Dixie, place. Well, no, I think with with all the 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 ruckus the Dixie Chicks caused with uh, George Bush being yeah, critical yeah, yeah, of George Bush that. during his presidency, they became like a you hmm. know like a, an advocate of free speech that sort gotcha. of thing. Okay. Um, uh, do after nearly 18 years of incarcer- incarceration, the West Memphis Three were released. Um, all three of them, yeah, even yeah. the one that was put to death. Uh, although there's still a copious amount of support for the guys, there are some people who believe that the West Memphis Three are indeed guilty, uh, and that the films let out a lot of vital evidence found in the case files. Regardless, 2011, they were they were out. Hmm. Uh, before officials could let them go, all three men had to agree to take a take a deal known as the Alford Plea, which mandates that the state of Arkansas admits to no wrongdoing. Dot dot dot. Blah, 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 blah. Um, they're out. Okay. Holy shit. Anyway, um, but what this came to represent in uh, sort of the popular consciousness of, yeah. of Americana at the time, um, and even though it wasn't in the 80s at the time Trick or Treat was released, yeah. it was sort of, it was definitely riding on the coattails of the satanic panic. Yeah. Haggis. Oh, Haggis. Haggis is pissed off. <laughs> it, it just sort of began to magnify, yeah. you know, starting with just simple music, Dungeons and Dragons. Kids that were probably otherwise not going to fit in with the sort of the Gap Old Navy crowd, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that, okay? Um, Now, so there's a little bit of a backdrop as to maybe the the reason this movie could have struck a chord. Yeah. Um, On a serious note. Make okay. sense? Yeah, Okay, yeah. so there's that. So anyway, that's kind of what was going on in the country around that Have time. we also, have we already had the, um, I forget what it's actually called, the Tipper Gores thing. Where PMRC. Rating. PMRC, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, PMRC does. Um, Has does, that already happened? Uh, that was from, I believe we started seeing that, uh, it would have been like 84. Yeah, so we had, this was, yeah, this I was think, probably when uh, that was going on. So, Animalize, Animalize by Kiss didn't have a PMRC sticker on mm-hmm. it. So, that would have been 85. So, PMRC would have taken effect in 86. Okay. So, that means Tipper Gore, Tipper Gore would have been out and about, you know, doing a lot of coverage. Doing the, the groundswell. Right, right. And yeah. I, rem- I remember seeing uh, Jello Biafra on, um, I think it was Oprah. They had a panel of Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys, yeah. Tipper Gore, um, a couple other you know, sort of B, C list yeah. musicians, that sort of thing. But anyway, uh, so that's kind of the backdrop, and I feel like it's worth mentioning because I do think it was a it was a dead serious time for metal. Yeah, it was because um, it still is in time. Yeah, yeah. At, at a, at, as movements go, we got put into the position where we were having to constantly defend ourselves in a public arena. Yeah, um, so that's why I think it's I think it's worth mentioning. Now that said. The movie isn't that serious, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so, but yeah, this uh, this movie to me is is super duper fascinating. It was directed by a dude named Charles Martin Smith. He was he was like a minor part in uh, American Graffiti by okay. by George yeah. Lucas, um, and he went on to do a bunch of like little acting things here and there, and like you know he was he's not someone of like. Major, note. major consequence, yeah. you know, or, or note. Um, and then we have Mark Price. Uh, the dude was born in 1968, so in 1986, mm-hmm. 
he is the he's like 17 the appropriate yeah he's 17 18 years old lots of acting and production credits this guy's had a really really solid career yeah he's like uh he's like the dana strum Uh, a Vinnie Vincent invasion uh, sort of dude in the, the guy in, behind the scenes. Yeah, kinda. in the industry, he's had a very noteworthy career, and yeah. he's been able to be successful in a bunch of different avenues. Yeah, stand up, acting, production stand up, credits. Really? Yeah, wow. he's done a lot of stuff. And then we have a guy named Tony Fields. Okay, Tony Fields is the guy that played Sammy Kerr in this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. So has he done anything since? He's dead. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, he died in 1995. Um, he had AIDS. Uh, um, and he died of a cancer. Mm. Boy, this is really starting off. This on is a, the dark episode. Yeah, this, this is, is sad. Well, we'll, get, sad we'll get to the fun stuff. But I want to give you the, I want to give everybody the backdrop yeah, of yeah. what's going on with it. Um, yeah, he, di- he had AIDS. Um, and the thing about acquired immunodeficiency syndrome is that it opens it because it's a. Um, uh, it's an immunodeficiency virus. It yeah, causes you your immune, stuff immune system to stop working, and you have a lot of opportunistic infections that will yeah. move in. And that was one of them. He passed gotcha. away. But notable dancer, solid gold. He's in the thriller video. Like, as as dancers go, yeah, he yeah. was a fucking badass. Gotcha. Absolutely <laughs> a badass. Yeah. And I knew you would be interested in this. Would I? $6,797,000. Uh, box office. I didn't even think this would be released in theaters, so I'm surprised. That it had did. a limited, yeah, it had a limited theatrical release. Huh. Um, it went to DVD in 2002. Hasn't been remade since. That was a that's a long time in between there. Yep. Um, yep. That's all. That's cool. I had no idea it went to theaters. I figured it was kind of a straight to DVD kind of thing. That's no, it was. Become, or straight, I, excuse me, straight to VHS. Right. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember when it came out. I remember yeah. watching it uh, because my mother and father rented it on videotape. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember sitting at home. Was this? It. Did it have a, a controversial release because of what was going on in, in the scene at the time? Or I don't. Or was um, it kind of silly enough that nobody was threatened? Yeah, by it? I don't. I don't think it was super duper polarizing. I feel like it probably would have drawn attention to some of like the conservative groups. Um, there was a, there was a Southern Baptist uh, minister that caused a lot of fuss around uh, Kiss mm-hmm. during their Creatures of the Night tour. Um, Knights and Satan service, that sort of stuff. Ugh. It would have attracted people like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was to the point where it was like... People like were like, the, whoa. Yeah. It was like, fuck a passion of Christ. <laughs> Fucking... I've never seen that. Mel Gibson. Have you <laughs> have you watched that movie? <laughs> you know, it wasn't, it wasn't near to that level, but... Yeah. Um, I think I think uh, you know, looking at it through the 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 lens of time, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, it's more of like a it's just like a cult thing, like yeah. ro- Rocky Horror. It's it. Like it I definitely gave me a Rocky Horror vibe, and just the fact that like I'm sure this didn't do well when it came out, but now people really like it. No, no, yeah. I mean, six million though. I bet it didn't cost that much to make this movie. <laughs> well, I thought I thought it was neat that uh, we had you know uh, whoever. I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, but mm. we had somebody turn up on our Facebook and be like, mm. "I went to that school," and I was like, yeah. "Do you have any stories?" <laughs> he was like, "Nope." Because <laughs> like, he probably, if he fuck. was a fan of our show, he probably was in school around like he probably would have been young, but he probably would have been at least in like an elementary school around there. Yeah, he would have yeah. seen something. Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. I do, I do think that, um, I do think that it's interesting because I, I, I do think it did 
it's absolutely guilty of sensationalizing, you know, uh, kids following metal. Yeah, you know, at yeah, that time, yeah. so it's it's absolutely that. It's but, never as cool as people make it out to be in movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's never as cool. Not nearly as bad as what you yeah. thought. I mean, the director wasn't, you know, saying that he hated Jews and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Mel Gibson. Yeah, he hates the Jews. You fucking want to hate some Jews, Mel Gibson? Which is guy. ironic <laughs> because of you know the Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't even make the connection. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember Gene Simmons talking about Dylan with that that Baptist minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be like, "Do you, you know, what are you? I'm Jewish, but I don't really practice." Well, blah 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 blah. And Gene Simmons being like, "He's Jewish, man." <laughs> you realize that, I, like, I, I win. <laughs> yeah, like he was Jewish. Like, right? Yeah. I, just, <sighs> I think it's funny. But anyway, 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 this movie is the bomb. It's pretty interesting. I, I, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I think, uh, you know, one, one of my favorite, one, I mean, the, the soundtrack to it, obviously, is, is huge for me. Um, I, had a, I had a cassette. Yeah. Had a cassette of that, um, a dubbed cassette of that uh, on, it was like a side B thing. Fit mm-hmm. the whole album on side B. Um, and then on side A was, I think it was like some Dr. Demento. <laughs> did you rip, did you make this yourself? <laughs> I don't know. Did you record I it on something else? I got it. I think, uh, we had a, when I was a kid, we had a, a foster child come and live with mm-hmm. us for about a year. And I think he made the dub for me. Gotcha. Um, uh, but anyway, such, such an interesting sound. Yeah. I, it's incredible, but I, I love this movie. I love this movie. I was thinking about the the beginning of it too. The um, uh, the shots of the uh, of the camera kind of going around Eddie's room. Yeah, all the different uh, like actual real pit people in yeah. metal and hard rock. Yeah, which, I was like, wow, yeah. that wouldn't fly today. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. it was funny that he had a picture of Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look it up. Eric Kiss hung in yep. his room. <laughs> Gene Simmons is the fucking the radio the disc yeah. jockey see i th- i thought that was him but he was so young that i was like i think that's gene but i can't tell yeah. that's gene yeah that gotcha. is absolutely gene he would have been um he was born in 49 so Jeez. 59 69 79 89 about 36 37 huh okay yeah yeah, weird. Weird. You yeah. see his hairline too. Yeah, yeah. Without, without the wig on, you can see how far his, his widow peaks. His yeah. widow's peak. I, th- I thought that, to me that's just fucking funny because the next tour he's got that big stupid wig on. <laughs> like, doesn't, doesn't. But what what I love about this movie is how fucking campy it is. Oh yeah, it is so fucking campy yeah and when it's you, silly just all the way through yeah like yeah and the lightning you, effects and stuff are like like crappy vhs yep. effects <laughs> i think the one of the things that at least for me enhances it so much is the fact that fastway did the soundtrack yeah um and i mean if you don't know fastway is that's uh fast eddie clark formerly of motorhead mm-hmm. when he left motorhead that was the band he formed um and then the singer dave king um, yeah. the the redheaded Irish guy that went on to form Flogging Molly. Really, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, really. That's cool. Yeah, I'm familiar with with those. I just didn't know he was in both of those. Yeah, so many times. So many times. 
I was saying, oh shit, Floggy Molly's coming to town. I should go get him to sign my LP. Should go get him to sign my trick or treat. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder. I wondered if he'd be like, get the fuck, get that out of my fucking face. I don't. Want, I don't even want to see it. I don't know how he would react. I to feel it. like I wouldn't care. Like that's somebody that I'm like. I don't care if you don't want to. I, I don't care if I offend you. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> right. You're not that important to me. <laughs> Shut up and sign my thing. <laughs> and so. You're a celebrity. You owe me something. <laughs> I paid for a movie ticket. Blow me. <laughs> I paid for a movie ticket in 1986. I. But anyway, anyway, the movie, the movie's so it's so it's so damn campy, and I think they do the the director did a good job of kind of setting up the the plight. Yeah. Of yeah. Ragman of Eddie as yeah. a character. Did they say how he, why he's called Ragman? No. That's just like so odd. That's his metal name. I mean, I don't have a metal name. You don't have a metal name. I have a metal name. What's your metal name? You don't have a metal name. <laughs> that face says otherwise. <laughs> uh, what would my metal name be? I don't know. I think the black metal guys are the only ones that really take yeah. their metal name seriously. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, there's 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 they got they there's got individual bands that do it right, like. Not a single member of Avenged Sevenfold is called by their name. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good and point. And they're not black metal in the slightest. All right, right. So. <laughs> the singer from Venom is called Kronos. I mean, we call, I mean, Corpse Grinder. Right. That's the, that's his name. George Corpse Grinder. <laughs> when's, when's the last time you called him George Fisher? I, ju- I call him George Fisher all the I time. I call him usually just George Corpse Grinder. Right. I don't know. What would Dio. We, what would the Dio, well, Ronnie James, but like yeah. still, no one Dio. called him Ronnie. This is Dio. I think people called him Ronnie. Uh, maybe his friends, his, but like, his, or wife, his band, yeah, his, his wife, Wendy. Uh, anyway, anyway, I don't know what my metal name is. You decide. <laughs> um, Leave it in the comments. All right, so uh, yeah, this movie sets up the plight of Ragman really yeah. well. One of the things that I was thinking about when I was watching this movie was that I don't know why I noted it. But I noted it. I felt like Mark Price probably has hairy legs, <laughs> yeah, and very big balls. Why? Like physically big balls. But why though? I don't know. He just looks like he looks like one of those guys that, as he gets older, like his hips will get kind of thick. You know what I mean? Like and George Corpse Grinder. Like George, <laughs> like, yeah, like George Corpse Grinder. And I'd be like, I bet he has really big balls. That's really awkward. There, you notice that? <laughs> I don't. Maybe it's because we see him naked right at the beginning of the movie. I mean, pseudo-naked, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know why. I don't know why. I watched Weird Science with my wife the other night, and I just got some things running through my head, so... Gotcha. That's fair. Can't can't do anything about it. (laughs) Sorry. It is what it is. Here we are. I think he has big balls. (laughs) Big balls, hairy legs, wide hips. You know, that sort of thing. But I thought thought what was funny about that scene was um, all the coolies that were picking on him. Yeah, um, which were like people like I've never encountered a person that was that's like that. Maybe I had like a good class and I was out of the eighties, so like that doesn't happen. I, as I much. mean, I ran into it. A little I bit. never once encountered that guy that just lived to make people shitty. That was also popular. Like right. the people who were shitty in my school were Ragman. Those were the guys that were like, "Look you, you do, you fuck a brook," like <laughs> just shitty at the world. Like that was like that's who I had. That that was the people who were shitty. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I 
I don't know. I ran into it. I had, I had one kid that picked on me a little bit yeah. in junior high. Well, I had kids who picked on me, but they were never like uppities. They were never like like the the. Well, you got you got to have somebody be the bad guy. I mean, I, yeah, I guess if, if you're trying to identify with a minority of people who like heavy metal and horror and D and D, I guess you're going to pick the opposite of that to be yeah. the enemy. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the it's the tale of it's a coming of age tale. It, yeah, coming in of a age way, it's it's very sixteen candles on it's his very, on his great quest. Yeah, it's very sixteen candlesy, weird sciencey, all that kind of yeah that that genre Breakfast Club, that kind of weird eighties like teenage, we like just coming of age movies. Yeah, yeah, the teen narrative. Yeah, yeah, but this one had some like sixteen candles is fucking dumb. I like sixteen candles. I like Breakfast Club a lot too. That ducky kid, I just I would have punched that fucker in the face. Breakfast Club is the best. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah, we should we should do a reenactment of the Breakfast Club. You're right. We should. We need a boombox and a like a duster. What's the duster for? He had that. He has a duster on, like, like a trench coat, but it's a. They're called dusters. Oh. Like the old western style. Why don't you just say a trench coat? Because it's not a trench coat. Long coat. It's a, du- it's a duster. I'm not calling that a duster. You don't have to. It's okay that you're wrong. <laughs> I am not doing that. <laughs> I will not. I will not ever do that. <laughs> not even if there's a fire. Even if there's, there's a fucking fire, I will not call it. A, I will not call it that. Hey you! Who? Me? Yeah, you listening to this episode of Music the Lifeblood? Since you're getting this shit for free, why don't you do Music the Lifeblood a favor? Okay. If you're listening to this show on iTunes, then leave a rating and review, even if you hate it. If you're not on iTunes, is there a like button? Yes? Then hit it. And don't forget to share this episode on whatever bullshit social media platform you're into. All right? All right! Fuck yeah! Music the lifeblood. Anyway, coolies are the worst. Yeah, for sure. In every town, there's always there's always every one, town I guess. in the '80s. There's always a coolie with a polo shirt with the collar flipped and, up and quaffy blonde hair. And he looks like he looks like a Ken doll. He always looks <laughs> he like does, a Ken doll. Yeah. What was his name? Did you catch it? Was it Mark? No, that's the that's that's Ragman's real name. Well, Ragman's name is Eddie, but the, the actor's the name yeah. is Mark. <laughs> it's confusing. I don't remember. I just, I don't remember. I just remember he died real hard. That's what I remember. He didn't die. The blonde dude. Oh wait, yeah, he, he did. fucking died super hard. Yeah, he did. I he forgot. got his head blowed up. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, in a locker room. He showed up to the dance. Drunk, yeah, drunk. Or yeah. he got or showed up to the dance drunk because his girlfriend yeah. was in the hospital. And Eddie even tried to like save him, and he was like, "Nah, bitch," and got got, <laughs> got super dead. <laughs> uh, anyway, we saw Eddie's butt cheeks at the beginning of the we movie. We did. We're clear back at the beginning of the movie. Uh, think yeah. about think about how humiliating that would be. I mean. Those checks start rolling in. I'll fucking I'll helicopter. No, like it, for TV. like <laughs> like like real life. Like real life. What do you mean? If if that's what happened to you? Oh, they throw him out into the. Yeah, think oh, about yeah. if that. Uh, no, that's awful. That's atrocious. To, yeah, I can't even like the worst. I can't fathom that. Like and they, I would have a meltdown. Some, the one chick took a Polaroid. Yeah, a Polaroid. A Polaroid had a Polaroid, <laughs> not a cell phone. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not even a digital camera. A Polaroid. Yeah. Uh, the 80s was the best. <laughs> it was so amazing. I lo- what I like about what I like about that opening sequence is that they do a lot of character building in like a montage. Yeah. You yeah. know, and 80s are awesome for their montage. They're always montages. Because you have the amazing You know, you know lapse of time montage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the 80s the the 80s montage, the fast way song playing behind yeah. it. Gonna need a montage. Montage. <laughs> Gonna need a montage. Uh, I like the. Uh, I wanted to. I I looked. I looked, um, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And I even tried pausing it to read it. But uh, when I was watching the movie, the letter he's writing to Sammy Kerr. Yeah. Um, I tried to get screen caps of that of that letter, letter to see if that's actually if what it's it actually said. what it said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I love doing that. I mean, stuff. When, when like in a movie, it could be just writing watermelon, 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 watermelon. There's watermelon a lot of things in this movie that, like, if you watch, are just like, like you said, campy. That's just like yeah. whew, you're not supposed to notice that. Yeah, I didn't want you to notice. Well, the that. fucking uh, uh, John Carter pointed out in our chat thread the yeah. other day that the fucking boom mic see like, i looked for it i couldn't find it's it there it's an orange boom mic with an orange foam tip. yeah yeah just yeah. fucking there when when is that because i didn't see it it's uh he said it was when rambo stepdaddy comes in the yeah it's up. when he was it's when he was at home on halloween night yeah yeah when ragman was his mom's like you're grounded. You got to stay here. Yeah. And he's sitting in a chair, and you can see the boom mic come down. I think the doorbell rings, and it's when that kid's at the door for candy, the trick or treater. Okay. Well, I also watched this on YouTube, so there could be some ratio issues where it cut off the top or bottom. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't fuck. It's not on Netflix. I'm not paying for trick or treat. <laughs> it's out of print. I can't find it. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm a child of my generation. I want it now, and I want it free, Dustin. Anyway, anyway, I. I want the letter that he wrote to yeah. Sammy Kerr. Oh, no, you want to see it or you want the letter? Like- Both. <laughs> Both. I think it's, uh, and I quote, he wrote, sometimes a lot, sometimes a lot lately, I think about some pretty radical things. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I talk now. <laughs> and... I think that's amazing. Yeah, I like, mean, that's a that's a the, pretty bold the, statement. The, the fact that it makes me wonder, like, do we still have that? To, like, if I were to like have a bad day, yeah. and I'm all like, I'm going to fucking write Paul Stanley a letter because my day sucks. Nah, we don't have that anymore. Lately, Paul, I've been thinking about some pretty radical things. Even even if it, <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God, Paul's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like he actually gets it. He's right. Like, Right. Who is? Do I know this guy? He'd probably still be answering and, uh, letters from the seventies, probably. <laughs> but uh, even if he was to do today, it w- you wouldn't. Pen and paper is dead. <laughs> Would you send him an yeah. email? Well, who like who? I well, I think our modern day equivalent of it is probably like comment threads, Twitter comment, tweet threads. that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should we should tweet, tweet Mark Price that thing. I think about some pretty radical things. We should find the whole thing and tweet it to him. Right. That's a fucking idea. Sometimes, a lot lately, I think about some pretty pretty radical radical things things at Mark Price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought... I, anyway, <laughs> I anyway, that. anyway, that letter, that letter, they did so much good, like character building in that montage, and that letter's part of that. Yeah, he like, really looks up to this you, dude. You yeah. get, you, it is very apparent the plight of the metalhead. Yeah, and his life fucking blows. 
Yep. Then he's got the chick that yep. he's into. Yep. That doesn't give two shits in the beginning. It does, yeah. Doesn't even know he exists. Yeah. What was her name? <laughs> doesn't matter. Ragman. Sammy Kerr. What was Done. her name? Is it E name? Had an E at the end. Was it? Lindsay? I, dude. Jesse? Dude. <laughs> Brookie? Brookie? I don't know. It was the 80s. I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway, um, did you see the video? Um, it was like the newscast footage. I talked about Sammy Kerr dying? Yeah. With like the yeah. apartment fire and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or hotel yeah. fire. The hotel me. fire. Yeah. Um, did you see the snake? He bit the head off and was dumping Yeah, the yeah, it was very Alice right. Cooper-y. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to be like, that's a fucking snake. Like, it looked like a real fucking snake. And it, it makes did. me wonder, this was the 80s. It was like the Wild West of filmmaking. They're like, I wonder if they fucking killed an actual snake to no, do that. They, no. It would have been incredible. No, because think, think about it. The, the only reason I know that's not a thing is because in 76 or 77, Ackroyd had the Bassomatic on SNL that fucking, that's what changed shit. Because they killed a fish on live TV. Oh, they did? They put a bass in a blender, a live bass in a blender <laughs> on live TV on SNL. <laughs> You're kidding no. me. No. Look at the Bassomatic. It was, a- it was Ackroyd and... I don't think it was Belushi, but I know it was Ackroyd. <laughs> yeah, and it was like o- Osha and like Pito were like, fucking what? <laughs> like, they, they came down on him real hard, and that's when like shit was like, listen, animals need rights in film and TV, because this shit is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You've uh, never seen that? No. Yeah, dude. They no. Put a fucking bass in a blender on live TV. We got a creek at the end of my street. We do. We should go get some fish. No. <laughs> I had to almost swim through that creek to get here today. <laughs> right, right. It's, so, it's gnarly out. I drive a very small car and that water was deep. <laughs> Any, anyway, so so this part sets up the uh, sets up the the Sammy Kerr. Yeah, the, the, the character the, of Sammy Kerr. The, uh, how much this rag man like, looks up to him and how yeah. much he means to him. So who is uh, who who is Sammy Kerr in analog for? See, that's what I was trying to decide. When I first saw him, and I saw the snake and stuff. I was like, oh, he's Alice Cooper. Yeah. Like he's just a young Alice Cooper because that's the shit Alice Cooper did. But then when he shows up, it's like he's not Alice Cooper. He's way too like hair metal. Alice Cooper was kind of glammy and kind of horry. He was not. He was not that i thought of blackie lawless that's also what i thought of. that was the blackie lawless and there's even some like um i don't know if they i don't know there was like there was some there were some kiss comparisons in there yeah with like the way he moves like on stage when he was on stage doing something like oh the way he, oh like, okay just uh, like when, right <laughs> when i here's when, okay just i just I just want to mention this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, that that last uh, that last little bit where they're at the dance. Yeah. He comes back. And he's having yeah. a concert and then just starts killing people. I when I rewatch because I didn't know who Tony Fields was. Yeah. But yeah. before I watched it, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't find out. But I watched it and I was just watching him and I was going, I bet that guy danced for Madonna. Oh, the guy who played him. Yeah. 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 And I said to myself, probably Michael Jackson too. 
And I looked him up, and he fucking danced for Michael Jackson mm. at one point. I'm all like, mm. that's a professional dancer. That's yeah. someone that does not know a fucking thing about, about metal. Yeah. The, the, the way he moves is like, you, have, you could not sing if you're moving that much. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. It's very, it's very like... Um, uh, it's very like dandy prancing. It's very you like know what I mean? it's like, very like jazz hands. <laughs> it's very it's like it's one cabaret. it's one step away from like West Side Story time <laughs> time. Like, it's like real close. And uh, also uh, while we're while we're just here, <laughs> that is some of the worst. I don't know what I'm doing with this instrument. Moments. Oh, the guitar him miming. Oh my. God. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. It's like um, uh, you expect it, but holy shit! You ever seen that episode of GI Joe where 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 Cobra forms that band Cold Slither? No, and it's the Dreadnoughts being in a band. Really? Yeah, yeah. Cold Slither. Cold Slither, yeah. That's a fucking good-ass name for something. In their song, we're a cold slither, and we're coming for you. You know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Every Time I Die covered it at one point. Really? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway, that's what Sammy Kerr looked like to me. The, like, the ability to, you know what I mean? You know, in cartoons, like, yeah. when you give them a guitar, they, like, move their finger... Yeah, like a little bit, but you hear like, and they're they're going up and down the neck. You know what I mean? It was just like that. I instantly thought of the Cold Slither song. (laughs) Cold Slither. We should do. We should do an episode on Cold Slither. And do like a VH1 behind the music. I thought they were a real band. Cold Slither. Yeah. What happened to Cold Slither? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you thought Alice Cooper. Yeah, and we both thought Blackie Lawless. Blackie Lawless is like that's. I was thinking like '86. Like who's like who's a big name in '86, or at least like someone the underground would know that right. like has some controversy. And it's like, yeah, it's fucking Blackie Lawless. Maybe a little bit of D. Snyder too. I see. I thought that, but he's not as I don't know. Not flamboyant enough. D. Snyder is a pretty flamboyant dude. Like, not in, like, a homosexual way, just in, like, a... That dude is, like, he's still walking into a room, and you're like, oh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> hey, I'm D. Snyder! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, Sammy Kerr. And good name, right? Yeah, it, it reminded me a little of Sammy Terry, which was, like, kind of silly, but, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder if the director knew who Sammy Terry was. Probably not. I think only we... That's a very Midwest like, Indiana Only us thing. in Indiana know who Sammy Terry is. Yeah. Should yeah. we tell everyone who he is or just, yeah. let, just uh, let it go? Let it go. Let just let it go. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you guys figured out on... Um, guess, who made, guess who had a cameo in this? Other than Gene Simmons? And Ozzy Osbourne, obviously. Yeah, the TV evangelist. Right, that was right. radical. <laughs> that was so good. She was she was one of the ladies talking on the news, the the news bit. The blonde lady who got dragged through the TV? That was fucked up. Was that her? I don't know. I'm not sure who you're talking about. So. Anyway, it's Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That might be her then. Yeah. Yeah. This fucking I looked at it and I went, fucking large March. <laughs> I'm all like, I wonder what her name is. Nah, I'm not gonna look at it. <laughs> nah, she's just large March. That's it's large March. Fifteen years ago. On a night 
just like tonight. (laughs) (sighs) This is the worst accident I ever saw. (laughs) (sighs) Like the sound of a dump truck being driven off the Empire State Building. That would be really quiet till the end. It would. (laughs) Well, if somebody's like... (laughs) And the actual crash... But anyway... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to... When they pulled his body from the twisted, burning wreck, he looked like this. (laughs) I love Uh, Pee-wee's big adventure. I know you do, and I really don't. <laughs> I fucking hate Pee-wee uh, He tore down a Kiss and Judas Priest poster. Yeah, I went, I had that same thought. Went, I was like, those are worth so much money. Stop it. He went. He went back home. Yeah. Right. After, or or after he went he got, back into his bedroom. Yeah. After he got like picked on at school and was like, was that one? No, it was after they found out Sammy died at the at the radio yeah. station. He no. Yeah. No. 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 Because he watched the newscast. Yeah. Then he went into his room. Yeah. And fucking wrecked everything. That's what I said he found out. He found out Sammy died. Right. Right. Anyway, oh, at least it wasn't at the news station. I see right. what you're saying. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. Like. What did he do? Did he got? Did he like walk directly from the kitchen laundry room to his enormous bedroom? Yeah, like a whole garage, it's like the size of a fucking four car garage. Yeah. Like it's in, it's like a loft. It's it huge. looks like it might be the garage. Yeah, like the way it's got like pointed roofs and yeah. beams and shit. Yeah. He goes in there and he fucking fucks everything up. Yeah, like and leaves the one picture of right that Senator. Judas Priest poster. Yeah, probably one hundred fifty bucks on eBay right now. <laughs> I, knew fucking... I I watched this and I've said in my house and it's like two a.m. because I because I'm like it's late I'm watching this fucking movie and I'm like Dustin's gonna be shitty about those posters. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it though he tore down Kiss and Priest. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised there was a Kiss poster on that wall to begin with. Yeah, if Gene had not been yeah, there, it probably I, would not have been. Well, I think that's. I I think yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah, that's. A, I don't think Ragman would have listened to Kiss. No, it's too old school. He want. He wants. no, no. I think it's too. It's too flashy. It's too. You think fl- so? Oh yeah, fucking Maiden was he on had, that wall. He, yeah, well, no, no, yeah, there was. Maiden have Maiden had credibility. With with maidens flashy with though. with non they are flashy but they're not hair metal you know what I mean yeah they're he kind of he kind of did seem to like the grungier like the heavier the dirtier stuff yeah, yeah. when his mom pulled out those albums on his shelf he yeah. had fucking a copy of Impaler yeah yeah. The, uh, t- I was waiting. I was. She pulled those albums out, and I was like, "It's gonna be Venom. It's gonna be Venom. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be Venom. Venom." And it was not Venom. And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it I been, really wanted it to be Venom. It would have been awesome if it was like you know Gigi Allen or something. Like oh that. god! And, you know, like he was in a some he was stuff. Some, <laughs> you should be concerned. Like, <laughs> if he has Gigi Allen, no, you're right to be concerned. <laughs> I'm Gigi Allen. Fuck your toilet. Ah! Fuck your toilet. I. I was just so bummed out when he ripped those posters down. Yeah, it's it a bummer. Totally fucking drove. Oh, God, it was driving me insane. Yeah. And the way he had them displayed, so, so dangerous. What to, do you mean? To keep them in good. Well, he had like, uh, it was like, 
like a garage or a loft, yeah. it, it did not have drywall over the studs. Oh, yeah, so you, you could, like, fell into them and, like, yeah. ripped them. Yeah, it could have ripped all of them all. Yeah. Like, that is not a safe way to display your poster. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of not safe. Yeah. The radio station scene. What about unsafe? There's something in here that's going to drive me insane. Okay. All right, so anyway, there's just cameo by Gene Talking about the, how he takes care of his records. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually... <laughs> I noticed that as well. He had, he had that, like, this is the only copy in the world. I'm like, why are you, why are you taking care of it like that? <laughs> so Gene Simmons plays Nuke, the disc jockey, right? Which is, like, the dumbest name for a disc jockey. But, I mean, good name. I mean, it's not a bad name. It's it would have been like, like on the morning zoo. It would have been like Nuke, Nuke, Nuke and the Butt Man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, yeah. Like in the morning. go and the baby. <laughs> like, yeah. You big butt slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, anyway, so I thought Gene did a good job. I mean, he didn't do bad. He's like He's, a, his acting career is you know it's small but he does okay. I thought he did really good. I mean, of course you did, buddy. Of I, course no, you did. No, I'm not a big Gene Simmons fan. You like, are not. This is true. I think he's a tool. He's a bit of a tool. A bit. Mm, he's mm. a little Sue happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> little Sue happy. Vinny Vincent Invasion episode part. Dude, part three. Part three, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. All right, so he goes He goes to see Nuke at yeah. the radio station. Which is never explained what the relationship is or why he's there. Well, or... I think you can put it together. I'm assuming he's, dude likes metal, too, and they're chit-chatting. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like the ta- he's like a disc jockey. The, the part that makes it confusing is if, the... if it was AM or FM. The la- it was FM, they're playing music. The well, that wasn't always that way. Was it? I thought FM was always root music and AM was usually like talk radio and shit. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, the part that makes it confusing about the relationship is the last three seconds of the movie. Right. Where it's like, wait, what? How? What? <laughs> what? He becomes the... Ragman becomes the DJ. He's on the radio at the end. Really? He's uh, he does the wait. They show that wake up call. Where he's like, it's Gene Simmons. He's like, hey, good morning, people. And he's like, plays the music and everything in the beginning. The last second of the movie is Ragman doing that. Oh, really? He becomes the DJ. How and why <laughs> did that happen? Well, they were at the radio station. He doesn't. It's implied he doesn't work there, though. No doors in this movie were locked at any point. <laughs> You're right. Nothing. You're right. Nothing. They just walk through every door. The yeah. whole ending scene is them fucking around in the radio station. Like he had to go in there, and he told the yeah, girl to wait outside. Right. In, yeah. Yeah. No one locked doors. Maybe, maybe not he, at the school, not at the maybe radio just station. Implied that he has a, a slight job there, then because he, you, maybe he had a key. Uh, it was like the end. He's the DJ at anyway, the end. We're, we're skipping past the thing that fucking drove me insane yeah, about the, the, the records. The records. All right. So, all right. So nukes. Nuke go. Nuke goes. Nuke has the f- only copy. What? Yeah. Of Sammy Kerr's newest EP, yeah, the, the new demo, yeah, the only the only copy of his last album, "Music in the Key of Death." <laughs> yeah, that's some eighty shit, right? Which there. good name though, right? No, you know, it's some eighty shit. See, I think that's I think that's an awesome name. That's that's okay. an amazing name. Like I could see like like uh, like wasp. Like, 
Just say it. It's okay. No. Yeah, it'd be wasp. It's not wasp. It's wasp. It's it's wasp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is wasp. <laughs> I was trying to fight it. I look for any opportunity to discredit that band. At, no, you can't. At, at every you can't. My life, like, fucking Chris Bullock. Anyway, um, all right. So, so Nuke has an acetate. Yeah, an acetate. I don't mind know you. what that means. But all right. Okay. So here's, here's it's, okay. it's a demo. I know it's a demo record, and it's different. Bruh. Yeah, basically. It's thicker, it's, it's heavier. It's uh it's like a test pressing. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Here's the fucking things about here's the thing about acetates. Yeah. They degrade considerably when not taken care of properly. At, no, every play. Oh. Every play of them. Um so is, that, is that like a design function? So you can't like get it and use it and Yeah, it'll peel like it like the needle will begin to like dig. Peel off like it's yeah. almost like lacquer. Yeah. Like, it'll just dig into it. It's like, uh, um, like in a video game, like those side-scroller video games, like when you walk yeah. across something and it falls apart behind you. It just drops off the screen behind yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's is like that. As every, you progress, you can't go back. Every every yeah. time you play it, it's going to sound even more shitty. Not with huh. traditional vinyl, yeah. where it'll hold up over time. Yeah, yeah. Like, these things degrade considerably they're made as a test pressing to make sure that the artist um is 100 percent comfortable with the mastering yeah make sure it sounds good you listen to it a couple times and you throw it away yeah 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 Yeah. anyway it's a fucking acetate yeah there's acetates of of like like the misfits stuff yeah that sell for thousands upon thousands of thousands of dollars Hmm. beatles acetates oh god yeah or or could fetch you know, five figures. Yeah. You know, Whew. it's, it's nuts. Anyway, he fucking, he, he get he gives him the acetate in like a shitty white cardboard sleeve. Yeah. So it's hard. Not like, it, not like a, yeah. not like a static free, you know, when, and throughout the movie, Eddie keeps playing the fucking and thing. He's and he's like, like playing it backwards. running it backwards it. on the turntable. You know, the turntable's trying to go the other way and he's, it's like, it was like, ah, <laughs> ah, like if someone like if 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 rob halford was like hello dustin have an acetate of angel of retribution and then dustin died shortly after it's my gift from me to you i mean thank you mr rob halford i'll never play this yeah ever it's gonna be framed and hung up on a wall and even the kid and even eddie was like why is it so heavy yeah it's an acetate and that was it yeah. Like he didn't follow that up with. It's an acetate. Don't, it's extremely valuable. Yeah, don't. It's the only copy ran off of the two inch master tape from the recording. Like, and it's like also don't fuck with it. <laughs> like, it drove me fucking. It also bat something, shit insane. Something that Gene said drove me nuts. He was like, "It's the only copy ever." I think he'd want you to have it. Like, <laughs> right? Do you even fucking know him? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just talking to Sammy the other day. <laughs> Yeah, like he, br- he brought me a sandwich out back. Like, you know, do you like, even <laughs> fucking know this guy? Like, <laughs> right? It, it just it got it. it just, I wrote acetate. Fuck me, <laughs> like real big on my notes. Like, it just, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. It fucking drove me insane. Yeah, like every time it came on, like I was watching the movie with Haggis the Wonder Mutt. Yeah, and 
by by like the third time he had played the acetate like i was standing shouting at the tv <laughs> and haggis got up and went into the other room it's like oh it's it too like, heavy it's it like it's too much it's not even like my human he's is not mad. even just playing it he's literally stopping it and stopping it and let me readjust this a bit <laughs> stopping it and rolling it backwards yes so like it's Gr- really gr- fucking it up grind, grinding <laughs> the like, other that, side of it that's like, how you fuck up a regular album <laughs> not one that's right, like right. we and flimsy i was i was just like you know god it drove me insane yeah it just drove me insane that and gene simmons hairline i mean i didn't bother me because he's doing that thing with his hair yeah he's pushing it all back pushing it all back i just like oh my god it was the worst anyway the chick's name was leslie that sounds about right that's what her name was i'm not saying she's ugly i'm not saying i'm saying that she was Young and they were doing some questionable scenes with that girl and showers and such. She was, if she was eighteen, I'd be surprised. Wait, who? The, the the girlfriend, the one that he like Eddie gets at the end. Leslie. Yeah, there's like that scene towards the end where she's in like the rocker room and she's like in her bra and like it's like oh yeah, I forgot. this is uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I will see. See, I was I was like, what is she like? Twenty five in this, and I she's playing she, like sixteen. Like sixteen. I see. I thought the the I thought the the lead Cooley's girlfriend looked mm-hmm. way younger than what Leslie uh, did. Maybe I'm just now. I thought the other way. Huh? Yeah. I know. I made me uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> I'm getting older. <laughs> oh. Hey, that reminds me. I saw the old prostitute last night again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Still alive, still kicking. Yeah, I was. We were driving down uh, Washington Street, and Washington Street. Uh, it depends on where you are. Yeah, not the best street in the world. If you're and in I, downtown. It's I, a nice street. I looked at. I looked at my wife, and I was like, I wonder where the old hooker's at. And I was like, I haven't seen her in a couple days, and then like drove two blocks, and I'm like, there she is, new outfit. <laughs> You know, like you should stop and talk to her. I'm for, I'm afraid. Like no, like w- like with with your wife, so that it's like it's not like you're not sneaking around. No, I don't. I don't even. I talk to her. Hey, what's wanna... up? What is what is the? I, tell me your story. In my head, in my how head, did we, how did you get here? In my head, she's like an oracle. Like <laughs> she like, knows all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like she's not out there looking for Johns. Like she's looking for a way to like make the the universe better. <laughs> she only picks up the worst of the worst to try to improve their life. Sprinkles her fairy dust. <laughs> re- tells them their future and sends them on their way. Feel better, young man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Eddie had a gerbil. Did you notice that? I did. I did notice yeah. that. Yeah. He, wa- he walked before he went to the pool party. He walked by and he tapped on the glass. Yeah. And I was like, he was like, fuck you, gerbil. You know? <laughs> You know when you tap on the glass, yeah, and like, yeah. you know something. <clears throat> we have tarantulas, right? Yeah, you do. Unfortunately, and I'm not supposed to tap on the glass. Yeah, they're aggressive. Though. So when I'm when gerbils I'm, aren't that aggressive. So when I'm by myself, at least once a day, I walk over there and fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, tarantula, son of a bitch. I anyway, how did the coolies get in? Like, I didn't see any adults supervising that pool party. I think it was implied that they snuck in. Did you not catch that? Where are you getting that? this? Where are you getting that? Because, like, <sighs> I don't know. It's at the fucking school. <laughs> Schools don't allow parties. Did you see the size of the pool? It's a big ass pool. It's an Olympic pool. Well, it's it like- was like it was like 
multiple pools. Yeah, it had like a kiddie pool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's enormous. Yeah. Like, I don't think that was a high school. Yeah, I had the thought when we watched that. I said, that's not a high school. <laughs> that's not a... That's, that's a big pool. That's like an Olympic stadium. Also... Like they had that, they showed that scene, and it's like, oh, they're bullying the weird kid. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing that happens. And then it's like, yeah, you bully the weird kid. You don't put weights in his backpack and push him into a pool. <laughs> like that's murder. That's not <laughs> bullying. Anymore. I would agree. That's that, harsh. That seems like yeah. You want to make that guy's life hard, but you don't want him dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's. That yes, that I, seems extreme, unusually cruel. <laughs> yeah, like that. The blonde and, kid, he's like he's a serial killer. He's a know? murderer. <laughs> he's going to yeah. try to kill someone. I, I I don't know. I I how did they get in? You know what I mean? Like how did? Let me like, lay some things on you real quick. No doors are locked. Let me in, 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 let in, me in, lay in, some in, things. No doors are locked. And I am not willing to do, like, suspension of disbelief. Let me lay down some things. I had, in my possession, (laughs) for a long time, a key to my high school. (laughs) Don't worry how I got it. That's not important. What's important is, I had it. These things happen, is all I'm saying. There would have been like if okay okay I I didn't see any chaperones that's what it, no, the, there weren't it was it was a it was a sneak into the school party yeah but there was like a hundred kids there I mean and man, it's a movie Dustin I don't care I don't care there would in my you high never school, snuck into your high school yes I did it a lot yeah me too I did it a lot and we and there was three of us at most and we had to sneak past the fucking deaf janitor. Oh, to, see, there was nobody ever there to, when we did it. Yeah, we there was always there was always a custodian walking around. I'm just going to tell you how I got the key because it's a fun story. Statue of limitations. Basically, there's a guy who worked the sound booth at our high school, and they gave him a key to get in for events. And he graduated, and then just gave me the key. And so then I just had a key to the school. <laughs> so I'm saying, what I'm saying is, fuck you, school. It's not a far reach of the imagination. No, how, it's like, not. Mund- I didn't know. I didn't have to sneak in and steal a key. There I just no, got a key. There's, there's no. Nuke, Nuke, and his mom are literally the most parental figures. Yeah. In the whole movie. Yeah. Like, okay, think about this then. I just this example, example. This example doesn't work for me. It works for you. Well, I mean, they would have been in. A, they would have been up the shit creek without a paddle. Had Eddie actually died drowned. in the fucking pool, and they're all like, "Why is this fucking kid dead in the pool? In the pool? How'd you yeah. get in here? Yeah. No, Matt, take this example from you and what I know about your uh, interesting youth. <laughs> <laughs> youth experience. Mine? Yeah, your, your interesting youth experiences. Right, right. How many times were there adults around when you did the things that you were doing? Nowhere near enough. <laughs> so that's my point. They're sneaking yeah. into the school and doing stupid, rambunctious teenager things. Yeah, I get it. There are no adults I around. Get, but what I don't understand, like, that much ruckus, you know what I mean? That much, like, somebody would have been driving by the high school and going, what the fuck? There's a bunch of lights on. You know I mean, I mean, you're right, like, but I mean, 
I it's did, a movie. It was just really bothering me. I mean, it's a movie, dude. It's really, really bothering me. There are movies about like giant fucking monsters and shit, and it's not. It just, it's, well, it's the same thing, Alien Covenant. Which, by the way, you fucking you you build. I mean, did you see it? Yes, you build oh, like this fuck. hundreds of billions of dollars spaceship and launch yourself into the stratosphere to the farthest reaches of the galaxy, so intent on going to this very specific planet, yeah. meeting these very specific criteria to live mm-hmm. on, and you stop off somewhere else and go. The atmosphere looks good. I want to take my fucking helmet off. You wasted like it's. What's the fucking point if you're gonna put people on? That expensive of it's it's like a planetoid, like it's a moving fucking planet with people that you built and launched from Earth, and you're, these people that you left in charge of this thing <laughs> oh my God. are fucking retarded enough to take off their fucking helmets on a world they've never been on or never researched. Welcome it's- to the Alien Cast <laughs> with Dustin, and maybe just Dustin. <laughs> Because I've not seen it. <sighs> you doing good, buddy? None of the doors were locked in this movie. None of the door, not a single door. No one locks a door. Because you even see him when he leaves his house and dumps all that candy on the girl. He doesn't lock the door. Unlock the door. Just shuts it and leaves. As Gets into his possessed car. Got into the shop room. You know to, to that door was never locked in my school either. Neither was like the photo room. You had to go through like a photo lab, a never, blackout spinning I went, door. I never went down that hallway. I went down once. I went to the photo room once. I stayed away just to be it. like, "What's in here? Oh, it's real small." Okay, done. Red I, light. Small. I never, I never had a reason. Like the the art department was down by that. My finger is fucked. It is. God. I think it's gonna fall off. It's not gonna fall off. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? This is Dustin from Music the Lifeblood. Are you on Instagram? Do you like that shit? Well, guess what? So is Music the Lifeblood. Just search Music the Lifeblood. You can check out pictures of my record collection, and you're gonna get random pictures of Haggis the Wonder Mutt, the official Music the Lifeblood dog. All right, Instagram. Fuck yeah, Music the Lifeblood. Anyway, someone actually said uh, to Eddie, yeah, in the at the pool party, quote, "You got ears, dildo." End quote. <laughs> Implying the dildos have ears. <laughs> is that what you're? Is that what you're getting at, or is that just a weird line? I just, I just thought well, it the was, fact they got away with the word dildo it, in thought, the '80s. <laughs> no one says dildo. You know what I mean? I mean, I call people dildos like, all the time. It's, it's <laughs> fucking. It's a great insult. The best insults are ones that don't make sense. Uh, my get, favorite. got to make a. Think. My favorite insult is shitbird. <laughs> That's my favorite insult. Uh, I I say bitch a lot. Yeah. I say, I say, uh, I say, bitch a lot too. I say a lot of things that I can't say on this podcast a lot as well. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, things that are said in the the privacy of my own home. <laughs> <laughs> just walk around. <laughs> no, not like, not like I'm just angry at the world. Like. <laughs> clean, cleaning the house, sweeping. Cunt, 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 cunt. Thanks for that joke. Brought to you by Louis C.K. <laughs> All right. Songs in the key of death. <laughs> this is the fucking worst Fucking name. acetate. I didn't notice. I, 
I didn't. I couldn't tell if there was a label on on the, on, on, on the actual I acetate. I don't think there was. Was it like a? You can. Did you? I mean, you probably didn't look. You probably. Don't. I pay attention to shit like that. Yeah, I didn't. Wonder. Wonder. I was, like it would have been like a white label. You know what I did? Know what I saw in his room and wondered about? There's no Nintendo in that room. This is '86. <laughs> he no, doesn't want to. There's no Nintendo in that room. It's probably in the family room. Like probably. In the, in the yeah, it's room. a family thing at that yeah. point. Yeah. Player one, player two, let's go. Anyway, anyway, that's when he played the acetate, and I about yeah, lost my. And he grinds it backwards. Yeah, yeah. I just then there's that little dream sequence too. Do you remember that dream sequence? There was like this. There was like this dream sequence where um, he he's playing the acetate, and I think he's seeing it in his mind's eye. Like, what happens? I don't remember that. Like, uh, there was a guy that was on fire. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. It was, was, that, was Sammy. That, it was Sammy, was like, that in a car. Was that supposed to be the hotel he, fire? See, he was in a car, though, I thought. I don't remember a car. I remember someone being on fire, though. Yes, I do remember that. I think it was supposed to be the hotel Okay. The hotel room. The, yeah, the yeah hotel I, do, fire. I do remember that, yes. Yeah, but I remember being like, why is that guy on fire? Yeah. What's this have what to do with what? anything? Yeah. And then I went, maybe it's the hotel. That doesn't look like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing the acetate. You know what I mean? Like that's Stop how my it. that's how my thoughts went. I just I uh yeah. But anyway, back masking. Back masking? We went over this already. Playing the record back. Oh yeah, I forgot what it was called. That's, that's yeah, what yeah. it's called. And not only is it recorded something, it's it's consciously speaking to him. <laughs> right. Right. Nail him. Nail him. Yeah. Nail them all. <laughs> I just think it was funny that it was nail them. You couldn't say kill. No one. No. Yeah. You yeah. can't say. You couldn't say that in like a like a that kind of movie. Was there some sort of language restriction? I mean, I'm. We just talked about all the things that went on at that point in time yeah. around this kind of music. Yeah. So they're probably like it's super campy, fun horror movie. Having a someone in the metal scene actively trying to kill. Some teenagers, probably not the best thing for your Na- movie. Nailum's a little more ambiguous. It's a, yeah, it's a little more like, what does that mean? Do you mean like get them in trouble? Do you mean kill them? Do you mean physically put a nail in them? Like, what do we? What do you mean? Give them a hug. Yeah, Just nail them. Make you gonna them. have sex with them? Just make, nail them. Make them. <laughs> nail them all. You're fucking funny. See it. <laughs> just hey, just seeing like, Mark Price like chasing after all the coolies with a boner. I, like, oh. I immediately think of the scene from South Park with uh, where they're raping Indiana Jones. Where it's, it's oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's uh. yeah, the, it and was, it's funny, but it's like this isn't funny, like all like, at the same de- time. It's like Deliverance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine being Ned Beatty. <laughs> Like you be, just imagine being Ned Beatty at the like the like the like the read through of the script. Yeah, you know, like yeah. here's your, here's your script. Okay, everything's. I have to what? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, I have to get yeah. what? <laughs> I need to squeal like a what? Excuse me. <laughs> like fuck. Yeah. Fuck my life. This is the scene that's going to change film. You're Ugh. forcing the acetate backwards. You're still ah! still going on about that. Ah! I thought it was funny at that point. Um, he was drinking milk at some point. 
Yeah. Or somebody was. Yeah, when he was sitting at his lunch, it was at the lunch table in the yeah, lunch room. Yeah, they put the hole in the milk. Is that what it was? Because yeah. I couldn't see what was yeah, going on. They, right see, because I could the the transfer I watch like tape? it's awful. Yeah, like it's awful. No, there's there's a there's right before where he where it pours when poked a hole in it when he poured it it just came out the hole. I didn't see that. Yeah, and he see because I thought I thought he was just like fuck this milk. No, you know no, what I mean. Like no, no. he just like had a moment of just like <laughs> and just like poured it on himself <laughs> and then blamed that guy. <laughs> that is some psychopath shit. See, I thought he was just sitting there stewing in his misery and, and just, just poured like, it on himself and then beat up that kid. Yeah. Like, like, I because I didn't see what no, was going someone, on. Someone poked a hole My under. God, it. what else did I miss? Like. It's, Someone poked a hole. There's a big hole see, underneath I it. Yeah, it. I didn't see it. But that chase scene. Yeah. You see when they run through the band room? Yeah. When that symbol goes flying and hits that kid in the face, <laughs> it fucking hurts. That like hurt. I actually did that to a kid by accident in junior high, and it like <laughs> gashed his head open. <laughs> That's, uh, the, but anyway, that chase scene was awesome. It was. It was. <laughs> Uh, I think the um, uh, I think it was this. I think it was. I think it was when he went back to the house. Yeah, and oh, maybe it was when he was tearing his room apart. Like he did, like he like destroyed his room. I think yeah. it was when he destroyed his room. There's a song on the soundtrack called "Tearing Down the Walls." Of heartache, bang bang. <laughs> I am the warrior. Um, but there's a song called "Tearing Down the Walls," and I and like it starts out, "Hey you, tearing down the walls." And those are literally the only lyrics. Good. You still, I put a lot of time into that. It's soundtrack. like two minutes of just tearing down the walls, tearing down the wall, like over and over and over again. And I wanted that song to play again during the chase scene. The whole all but the whole two minutes of just that over and over. It was just a bummer. Yeah, and he got him too. That's the part that's cool. Is he got him? He did. Yeah, he like made he, him. He nailed. Them. He may have grabbed the fire extinguisher and. Sp- to the room they thought he went in, and right. it was like all the teachers and the principal, like so nailing them means getting them in trouble, getting them in detention. Yeah, I and mean, then they're dead at the end. As and well. they say they had to clean off because there's another scene where he confronted the coolies. He said we had to clean toilets or something. I can't remember. Yeah, we've been cleaning toilets all morning. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Anyway, something like that. Anyway, that was the f- was that the first that wasn't the first scene with his buddy Roger. No, for the, the first, fuck the first scene with Roger is the one with the milk. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And he sent it there with him. Remember seeing? Well, they like, go back to they go back to his uh, they go back to his, his Eddie's house, house yeah, and they're the in record. his room and they're yeah. listening to the record. Yeah, Roger Roger's like the, he, Roger's like the unsung hero of this movie. Absolutely. Absolutely, Roger is put it all on the line. Fucking the man, yeah, the man. I loved it when uh, uh, Eddie was like, "What do you think?" And Roger's like, "Sounds just like the same shit he did on his." And they he named other albums by Sammy Kerr. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was called "Fuck with Fire." <laughs> like that was an album. That's that's better than or no or a song or a song. Yeah. And then another one was called "Burn and Metal." 
Okay, whoa. Burning metal or no. burn in metal? He said burn in metal, I think. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be hard to do. I just think it was funny. I had a song called Fuck With Fire. Fuck With Fire? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, though. That, that, sounds, is a good that sounds like a burn in metal is is actually you could that sounds like an old death song like molten metal yeah oh, okay yeah. that's yeah that makes that's way more metal yeah that's way cooler yeah like when Gollum fell into yeah fell yeah. into Mount Doom or Terminator with his thumb going into the metal did he give a thumbs up yeah remember that he's his hand comes up before it gets right before it like gets his hand he just does that and then it goes it goes down oh. He goes from like the hand like of pain to like the thumb as he submerges below the the lava. It would have been funny if he made like the just dog, fucking like the dog like <laughs> or, or, <laughs> the doll the shadow, shadow puppet, puppet dog <laughs> the bunny rabbit. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with fire, burn in metal. I got it. Oh, that's when that's. Roger had some of the best lines in this movie. Yeah. When he looked at Eddie and said, I got a jam. And like he got up. I got a jam. He got up and left. And I'm like, who the fuck says that? Nobody. Roger says that. Nobody That's says that. <laughs> Roger says was, It was awesome. I went, and I was like, That's fucking jam. And I got, it was funny because I was what Haggis was with me watching it. Yeah. I had finally settled down after the acetate thing. And, <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, I looked at Haggis and I said, I got a jam. And I got up and got some milk. <laughs> and Haggis was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I got a jam. I get some Ovaltine. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking Ovaltine. It's the weirdest, man. I Continue. Drink, I drink it constantly. I know. I know. You got strong bones. <laughs> you got strong bones. Uh, what was... Um, I wrote a note. Solo and random drums. What the fuck? When he was when he was listening to the acetate and it stops being music, yeah, back, I noticed backwards, that. Yeah. and it's just like drums, like like just yeah. inconsistent drums, and then like a guitar just yeah in the background. Does oh, like, that's fucking black metal, like yeah, that's not yeah. <laughs> also, that's not how that works. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Black magic is what it is. But he was like, you know, he's like revenge. You know what I mean? That's yeah. It was like word. It was. It started off being just like one words when you'd ask questions. At the end, he was like fucking just straight talking to him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the point. I noticed how nice his stereo was. What you noticed? So many weird things. (laughs) He had a really nice stereo. Yeah, he did. It was nice. Specifically, his turntable is real fucking nice. Yeah, like it makes me wonder. Like, wonder who kept that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like after the movie. Yeah. Well, he smashed it. Did he? Oh, he yeah, did. he did. The he speakers re- are he, still there, but yeah, he smashed the record yeah, player. Yeah, and I bet the speakers were real, real fucking the nice, too. The speakers were big, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I would never destroy my stereo. I know, me either. God. I'd destroy your stereo, but I wouldn't destroy my stereo. Why would you say that? <laughs> we gotta be getting close to the part where shit starts getting real. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. the next big scene was the one in the shop class. Is he, it? Yeah, where he lures. No, because yeah, you got to get to the point where the girl with the headphones is first. I thought. No, that's later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then later. they the fucking they corner him after he make fucks with and them he gets and his tires. Yeah, and so they're in the shop, and you're like, that was a tense scene too, because it's like 
are they just going to fucking kill this kid? Yeah. Like, they bloodied his nose and he was, you know, he had him. And he, yeah. it looked like it was a lathe, maybe. Yeah, but like, you know, he, like, they're beating up Eddie and like, he's like, he has his back against the wall, like on the floor and he's like bleeding and shit. He starts like grabbing win- wrenches and whipping them at him. Yeah. And it's like, they're just going to fucking kill this kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. It got nasty. Yeah. But then, but Sammy, I, I think, I do, I do think that's when I notice like, there's no fucking doors in the school that are locked. <laughs> Like, and it was driving me insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, movies have doors that are locked. They like, should. How many anyway. times is, like, somebody trying to get away? And, fuck, the door's locked. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I just, no. But, yeah, then Sammy Kerr steps in and, I guess, possesses the the, the lathe. Yeah. <laughs> it it winds like, up his was tie. It, it looked like it was a grinder. It, it, it just, yeah. it, was, it was like it started just moving in on his head yeah. after it wrapped up his tie. This rock's going to there. Sammy Kerr was. Why would they have that in shop? Well, no, because if it's automotive shop. Yeah. Also, confusing point. Why did Sammy Kerr protect Ragman for so long and then just started trying to kill Ragman? Because Ragman was trying to stop him. Stop him. Yeah. Yeah, because Ragman was like. This has gone way too far. Yeah, yeah. You know, he tried to stop it. And that was... Remember, because Sammy said, you should you should be... What does he say? You should be good to your heroes. They'll turn on you. That... Yeah, no, you're right. Or loyal. Did he say that. loyal or good? I can't remember. But yeah, I didn't think about that. I think yeah. it was loyal. I think he said loyal. See, I noticed that. You did. You that did came that. through in the VHS transfer. <laughs> anyway... It was funny when they, those those kids in the shop class they had matching shirts and ties. Like yeah, shirts and ties that were the same color. Yeah. Well, it's, it was it was implied they were doing something that morning that they were in trouble for, so they all had to like look nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when he kicked his Walkman. Yeah, and I was like, "Aw." I had a yellow Walkman that played cassette tapes when I was young. Really? Yep. Why was it yellow? Mm, Waterproof? Just, just was no, just was yellow. I guess I don't know. I had one. I was like. I had a walk a cassette Walkman until I was like seven or eight, and then I had a CD Walkman. Sweet. And the first CD Walkman I ever got, it was the best one I've ever had. Never skipped. Ever. Never had a problem. Every single one after that were just hunks of shit. Yeah. <laughs> we should get Walkmans. No. Why? Why? Because they're great. I have a phone. You have a phone. I mean... <laughs> You can't argue with technology. That's when his mom. That's when his mom was looking through his shelf. He yeah. had a, he had Impaler. He had yeah. Exciter. He had Megadeth in there. And yeah. I was like, "This fucking kid is serious." This kid knows his shit. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. He's in it. Now that's why. That's why I think that there's no way he would have had that Kiss poster. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, agreed. Got Maiden on the walls and Ozzy and yeah, Impaler he's he's and... he's barely two steps away from first generation black metal. Yeah, he's like. Cannibal Corpus and Venom are like right around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which Cannibal Corpus not black metal, but I like it kill, is this. Would kill to have that Impaler out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Or that Megadeth one too. That was the it was uh, it was I think it was the first one. I think it was, yeah. Uh, was it the first one? I don't remember. I don't know shit about Megadeth. We've had the discussion a hundred times. Okay. Don't know shit about Megadeth. <laughs> don't like Megadeth. He lit the candles at that point. Yeah, he looked like his little seance. Yeah, yeah. That was the only thing in the movie that I was like. This should. This will be the point of the movie that will concern parents that he's having a fucking seance for his record. Yeah, the kid, that's the yeah. one that part that's like yeah. that's gonna rub people the wrong well, way. Well, he was. I mean, it was like he was celebrating the victory. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean, it hadn't it hadn't turned bad because that that's that next scene when he went back to school. Yeah, and he saw Leslie 
in the hallway. Yeah. And he liked her outfit. And we had a headband. And on he too. was like super a, confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when that's when Roger was standing underneath that girl on the and just ladder, looking up her sh- and just skirt. Staring, yeah, like, just staring. Not even like <laughs> like casually. Yeah, just, just staring right up there. Yeah. Huh. To be young again. <laughs> hmm. To be just that ballsy. Hmm. <laughs> butts. Yes. <laughs> white, white girl butts. <laughs> Underage white girl butts. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's I mean, that's what it was though. The difference is that Roger's also underage, so it right. makes it okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes it's it a, okay. It's all relative. <laughs> I when I was when I, I I think about it's funny. I had to, I was digging through my closet the other day, and I, yeah. I had pulled out a yearbook. <laughs> and I opened it, and you know, this like turned through, yeah. and I remember like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a crush on that girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? You know. What I mean? <laughs> I can tell you why you're questioning it. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I just, I literally like said to myself, "White girls are the worst," and just like slammed it and threw it back on the shelf. <sighs> <laughs> I have two yearbooks in my house that are just always out for like reading purposes and people come over or whatever. Right. I have very few hardback books. <laughs> right. Like they're always comics <laughs> or like graphic novels. So they're just like sitting there. And Do you have anything to read? I have a yearbook. I have my junior and senior yearbook. <laughs> that's that's what I got for you. <laughs> you can look at me with hair and less beard. <laughs> that's uh, That's about it. Yeah, so I bet you were that kid that just had the the scowl in every yearbook picture. Cause you're like, "Fuck the man, fuck the yearbook picture." Oh no, really? No, I was really popular in high school. Really? Yeah, I was. Me too. Ironically, I was real fucking happy go lucky. Kind me of too. Yeah. yeah, I was in my high. School, I was in my senior yearbook thirty six times. <laughs> Yeah. Like it was a high. That's not an exact number, but it was like more than twenty. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. I was probably up there. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I was a prom king. When did you really? Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. When did you graduate? Ninety eight. <laughs> I, oh, I literally graduated high school a decade after you. <laughs> I graduated in 08. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was ninety eight. Yeah, it was funny. I was eight years old when you graduated high school. Yeah, I was I was all about like I'm playing a fucking band. I mean, I was that Popular. guy too. I was on the the TV productions show. We didn't have that. Or I would have done that. Yeah. We didn't have that. That was fun. You went to Blackford. I don't know where I'm at. Blackford, Blackford High School, Blackford County, Hartford City, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I assumed you would go to like Winchester or something. Huh? No. Yeah. Why would I go over there? I thought that was like pretty pretty close to there. That place is the worst. <laughs> fucking left on. <laughs> you fucking left on. You live in Winchester. <laughs> Farmland. I don't know. Something over there. All right. Anyway, he had a zebra print headband. Yeah, he fucking did, and it looked amazing fun facts he also had a different oh. walkman too did he yeah oh because they broke the one i yeah. counted that was the third walkman <laughs> so far in the movie and they all look different i was like how the fuck did you get that many walkmans fun facts hey, he's got a real nice stereo this I... is, this is alimony payments going to good use that's absolutely oh what you might be, be right because <laughs> you know fucking bald nerdy rambo ain't his daddy <laughs> right, so right, right which if you've not seen that think, movie well, that phrase is confusing think about the think about the the cultural implications too 
You got a kid listening to metal and getting into the occult from a fucking single mom who you know is dressing up as Madonna <laughs> right, for Halloween. Right, right. Yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly, she, they are not on the same. Clearly, page. this woman has overextended herself. <laughs> <clears throat> they do not understand each other. <laughs> that's what. That's when the the smoke demon uh, molested the chick. That's the next scene. You know, I was so distracted. By the effect they used when he pulled the ear, the headphones off of her, right? That I totally forgot she was molested by a smoke demon. <laughs> oh, the sticky goo. Yeah, like she he pulls the headphones away from her head, and like it's like fucking Nickelodeon gack underneath there. <laughs> it's like skin doesn't do that. That's not what skin does. But, well, if you get it hot enough, you, you can melt it'll, skin. Like, Super glue, like stretchy super glue. I mean, earwax, maybe. Like those candles, you get rid of the earwax? Maybe. I don't know. But I totally forgot about the fact that she was molested by a ghost. And it was real interesting, the big green monster. Yeah. Why? That's not what Sammy Kerr looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this well, I, was this a separate incident? <laughs> might have been cut in from another movie. No, no, or I'm something. saying like was Sammy Kerr not responsible for that? Oh. She just got molested by a right. ghost. <laughs> I mean, hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait, I mean, that's the real movie. Were there two hauntings going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, I think my my guess is this that mm-hmm. they couldn't have had Sammy Kerr do it because it the probably PMRC. It would have been you like, know, like listen, yeah. it would have changed the rating of the movie. Yeah, because basically it was just her being sexy with herself, and they added some green stuff. Like, so it's way easier was, to get and around. There's a green monster. Yeah. There's a picture of that green monster on the back of the LP. Good. <laughs> mm. 86, I knew you had, there had to be some tits somewhere in 86. Like, she had no boobs. No, she did not. Dude, but they were, they was, tried. They tried. I mean,. <laughs> They tried eighty six. Made me want because she looks young, and it made me feel icky. Yeah, you know what did. I mean. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. It's like when you see that uh, that cover of the Scorpions album. What is it? Uh, Virgin Virgin Slayer. I think. I think so. It's literally like a naked fourteen year old girl on the cover of. Is an it album. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was she really that young? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like it was like there's an issue with it. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, we can look it up, but it, I mean, it's it just like you're not like allowed to sell the the LP with that cover on it. Like it's oh fuck, I super no weird. Yeah, but anyway, that chick looked really young. That was also probably Europe. They probably have some different. They get away with. They're way more liberal about that shit I mean, than we is are. Europe, like Las Vegas, like anything goes. No, but I mean Europe. The the sex thing there is much is way less like monitored. It's more liberal. There. I think you're thinking of Japan. No, that's a very. I mean, maybe some ways, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you can't sell panties in a vending machine and not have some fucked up quirks. <laughs> but that happens. Yeah, did you didn't know that? Why would you in, have panties in, in Japan? In Japan, you can buy worn schoolgirl panties in vending what? machines for like creepy old men to buy. No kidding. You didn't know that? Totally a thing. We're not going to Japan. I mean, I'm going to Japan, not for that, but I'm, I really want to go to Japan. If we went to Japan, do you know what that would be like? It would be huge in Japan. Kachira. I actually have a friend named Greg who is both taller and bigger than us. And went to Japan recently, and he's like, I didn't make it out of the airport before I was stopped 
to be on a Japanese game show because I was so big. He's like, I literally, like, I saw pictures of it happening. And there's this man in this crazy uniform interviewing fucking, interviewing Greg, and he's just towering over everybody. Yeah, Greg's like 6'6 and like 450. He was just a monster in Japan. That's so Yeah, bizarre. so we need to go and just get on some Japanese game shows. I'm big in Japan. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> a foot taller than everyone. That is... What the fuck was that green demon? I don't know. It was inter- I totally forgot about that scene because I was so... I remember that she put the headphones on and the goop from her ears and she went right. to the hospital, but like... I totally forgot about the, the the green ghost molestation. It's so weird that in and I guarantee you in the original like in the original script that was probably going to be Sammy. Yeah, probably. But it's the same reason like Freddy Krueger. They couldn't talk about him being a pedophile. Yeah, he would. They would just call him a child murderer. Yeah, you could only. You know what I mean? Until the remake a couple years ago, oh, it was Jesus like Jesus Christ! Yeah. They went all the way with it. Yeah, that was off. I thought that remake was actually pretty it was really good. Really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway, teenage white chick boobs are the worst. <laughs> okay. I like that scene where he's on the porch yelling at the coolie. Yeah, and the pumpkins. That's why I said earlier off air. I was like, "There's one scene in this whole movie that I was like, whoa." And it was like the smallest thing. The cooler runs up on his porch and like starts to like walk towards him. And Ragman just raises his hand, and the pumpkins flame up. And I was like, "That's fucking rad." That, <laughs> cool. that was the only scene that I imagine was like, if you "Fuck could, yeah!" Imagine if you could do that. Yeah, like I can't control it. I can just make it get a little more crazy. And if I like, if I plan accordingly, <laughs> it could make things look really cool. I I don't know. You know that shirt he was wearing, uh, that black shirt that look it looked like a bat. On the yes, front of it, I know what you're talking about. Is that a Black Sabbath shirt? Because it, it looked like the angel, the fallen angel that Black Sabbath. I, I puts noticed on that everything. as well. I wasn't sure, but I couldn't. It didn't look like it said Black Sabbath though. No, I yeah. know it didn't. But was that the fucking Black Sabbath angel? Is that what I mean, it was? It very well might have been because I, I saw there were a couple things I saw in that movie that were like it's almost this, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't actually wearing any band shirts. Notice that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of plaid and just plain colored shirts. Yeah. And, yeah. He had that one shirt that was ripped up. Yeah. Like yeah. those cargo shorts and stuff like Battle that. Battle jackets. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. wonder why they didn't. Who would have dated it? Probably the <laughs> costume director was like, we don't want the movie to be dated. Yeah, the poster's in his room, though. Totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. The like, fact that it's hair about hair metal in general is like <laughs> kind of dates it, but by this point, I, I I remember thinking to myself, the only reason that acetate is still playing is because it's possessed by the devil. Yeah, it's There's, all just it's like a smooth disc. At that yeah, point. yeah, it's all worn away. There's no way that acetate is working. You know, just just sitting just sitting there, just be like, fucking ruin the thing. I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is horseshit. I think that's that's up that scene where Sammy says to him, "No wimps, no false metal." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no false metal. I thought a man of war, and I was like, Ross the boss. He should have got that guy to yeah. be in the movie. Yeah, no wimps, no false metal, no false metal. That's such a good line. I like that line because that's all you know. That's directed straight at like some fucking bands they just didn't like. You know, that's, that's directed at some shit. Right. right. I want to, it's funny because like like black metal was starting to bubble at this yeah. point. It makes me wonder if like Fenris and 
and Abbott and, and Dead and all those guys in Black Metal watch this movie and we're all like, no false metal. <laughs> That's the reason. That's the reason. No false metal. Must burn churches. <laughs> I don't know why they're Russian. Sammy Kerr's only like, only like a blonde wig away from being like a Nazi. You know what I mean? Like, from, like, like no, 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 because like black metal is so close. You know what I mean? Like they go like let's tweak Sammy Kerr because we're we're gonna go for the anti-Semitic crowd and give him a blonde wig and like ah, this is awful. (laughs) I suddenly hate propaganda. Uh, I remember thinking I wrote I wrote in my notes. I wish Kiss would talk to me through the stereo. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> you th- they gotta be dead first. They're all alive. That's when he destroyed his stereo. And I remember being like, oh. oh yeah. Man. I bet that was... That, you, that stereo was not like a solid state. That thing would have had tubes. Yeah. So as he fucking punched it. Yeah, yeah. Like, huh. yeah. like he destroyed it with a bat. That's when, was that when he asked his mom for soup? Yes, because he's like because the, yeah. the he, even after he broke the album, like Sammy's still like trying to come through, and he, she's a knocking at the door, and Sammy's fucking screaming through the CD through the the record player, and he's like, "Just go get me some soup. I don't feel good." That's when he killed Ozzy. He grabbed the yeah. t- the TV yeah. screen and pulled Ozzy's face. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. I wrote it down. I, yeah. wrote, I wrote it down. You should be loyal to your heroes. They can turn on you. Hmm. That's good the line. Quote. And then I wrote, I'm excited about that soup. <laughs> the scene where he pulls... That's when he called Roger, and Roger was dicking with the call waiting. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Roger with the win. The, the, the scene where he, where he Roger. goes to Roger, where Sammy Curry goes to Roger. I almost did it. I almost said Sammy Curry, just because of the Sammy Curry Sammy thing. Curry. Um, <laughs> like Tim Curry. But, um, <laughs> hey, Frankenfurter. Yeah. Maybe he was... Mm, a little bit of Frankenfurter in there, yeah. 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 Uh, but I, uh, when I, when I, the scene where he goes to Roger's house and he shows up and he grabs the the news lady through the TV and rips her through. Oh yeah, and then she's dead and like burnt. And oh, decayed. the burnt husk of the lady. But that yeah. lady was like three feet tall. Like, well, she shriveled. I mean, man, that was the one scene where I was like, "Hey, that's that was bad." You're gonna then, get mad about that, yeah. Yeah, and then B and not and not mad about like 150 teenagers breaking into the <laughs> no, school. Wasn't again, that many? It was like 40. Any? No, I'm saying there was like that was like 150 <laughs> no. kids in there. Anyway, no, that's not my point. My point is, Ruth TV. I was like, that was bad, but I can deal with it. And then he drops her, and she breaks apart. And I assumed that would be like, oh fuck, that was fucked up. And then they show Roger trying to vacuum her up. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this suddenly got way too real. <laughs> like this suddenly is uncomfortable. Like I suddenly is like it's bothering me inside. Like I don't like that for some reason. It's because like, you instantly thought of having to vacuum your own a mother. Dead, up. No, just vacuuming a dead person that was ripped through your TV by a ghost. 
Like, what has to go through your head? Like, did that just happen? Because you're 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 mainly going to think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna disconnect yourself. You're gonna say that didn't happen. I'm asleep, or I'm dreaming, or I'm crazy. And you're gonna leave and go to bed and be like, I'm just gonna go wake up. And you're gonna get back up and be like, there's still a dead carcass, a dusty dead carcass on my floor. Oh my god, that happened! And you have to like come to terms with that, like. That's too much for me right now. It was man. supposed to be. I mean, obviously, there's some dark humor in the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did, I, <laughs> it was too real. It got way too real. I mean, Roger's the hero of this story. Yeah, absolutely. He's got his moped. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he's trying to get into the the coolies car, yeah. and he rides off in his moped, like I'm like Roger with another fucking win. And he fucking bat at the end. He bashes the power box to save everybody. Yeah. He can't do anything anymore. Yeah. We find out Sammy Kerr is using electricity to come back. <laughs> so he busts down the fucking power. Kills almost, almost fucking dies. That's, Roger's the hero of the that, story. That's when, uh, that's when Roger said, that guy is a quart low. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I got a jam. Nobody. That his, guy is a quart low. His fucking catchphrases <laughs> are the weirdest. I know. It's, uh, it's like, I, I, with his, his dialogue is at that time probably what you think what Gene Simmons thought people talk like the cool kids talked like <laughs> he's a court <laughs> Ugh. jeez it's like um uh what was that uh Saturday night live Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin when they play the, the wild and crazy Two guys. Two wild and crazy guys. Yeah. <laughs> we That's have, how they talk. We have went partying with American girls. You know? Got a jam. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's like, you hit the nail on the head with that. That's exactly <laughs> what that's like. Uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, that's when the mic was in the way. The boom mic. Yeah. When he was locked, when he was at home. With the trick or treater girl and the yeah and uh, bald Rambo stepdaddy yeah Roger that's when uh, Roger went to the dance and I remember to put the tape in to, yeah yeah he had two two buttons undone yeah on his shirt I know he's that. supposed to be disheveled supposed to be concerned worried no he was dressed up like he was looking fly <laughs> maybe I don't know maybe that's what it was he was okay. going to the dance no he only went to the I, dance I thought, though what was what was what was so fucking amazing about that dance was like one boom box <clears throat> was servicing powering the, that whole gym the entire dance yep it made me wonder like one this kid has had like a dozen walkmans in the span of like is, a week is that also his he's boom got box? that gigantic stereo big big like, stereo this is in a world where like Sound quality, like it's it's paramount. <laughs> so one boombox like, is enough for the whole gym. <laughs> oh, we'll be fine. Yeah, one boombox is that's we'll be too fine. much. We have we need half a boombox. <laughs> uh, yeah, a single lonesome boombox. Did you see the band that was playing the Snickers? Is it a something? real band? No, they gave them a name. Yeah, it was the Snidely. I can't remember from Hanna Barbera. No, no, not like Snidely fucking Whiplash. Um, Snickers. It was something like that. Yeah, the Snappers. Snappers. Slitherers. No, like Cold Slither. No. Some. I can't remember. But yeah, that fucking band of teenagers. Slappy. And the guitar player died real fast. It was like a real band. I think I looked it up, but I don't care to figure that out. The guitar player was killed by Sammy. Like the set hadn't started. <laughs> <laughs> and Sammy killed him. Yeah. 
<clears throat> that's when that's when Eddie was leaving the house and he shut the door on the trick or treater girl. Yeah, he just dumped the whole the whole thing. Which, by the way, <laughs> yeah. By the way, who the fuck sends a seven year old girl by themselves to go trick or treating? In 1986, everyone. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dude. No. No. We were the, like, this was the time of like of John Wayne Gacy nah, of like man. Pogo. I remember. Like, I remember being young and in, in the 90s and going trick or treating, and my parents would like walk me or drive me to the end of the street and I would do the street by myself and come back. So as far as you know, there could have been somebody like right around the corner. You don't you don't like giving people an inch. You don't like you don't like it's if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I want more Roger. I also want more Roger. I want more Roger. Okay. There needs to be a sequel. Okay. Get to the end and we'll get to that. Raj. No, no. Let's get to the end of the movie. I got, okay. I got, a, I got a thing. Did you find him? Oh, he did porn, didn't he? Is that what you're going to tell me? No. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, not good. I was. I got it. You want to see me see some Raj dick? He has to stay in that character the whole time, though. Just goofy and awkward with glasses. Gangly. <laughs> Fucking two polos. <laughs> Say, mm, yeah, I'm I got a jam. <laughs> <laughs> when we're done, I'm going to be a court low. <laughs> uh. Nah, I uh, I got a jam. I'm going to jam. I'm going to jam. <laughs> Gross. Uh. Uh, anyway. Uh, his car got on fire, and he, he had to have ruined his transmission. I know he had that. to ruin that whole car was ruined. It ended up on, almost teetering off a bridge with no top. Um, the te- and it was on fire. The teacher that was talking into the mic with the with the the uh, at the dance with the glasses and fake nose thing. I think that was the same guy that played the boyfriend, the Rambo guy. Oh fuck! I think you're right. Yeah, and that's why. Oh my god, you're totally right. I think it was the same. That's one. why they put the thing. Yeah. Sounds the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're totally right. We didn't have an extra. Fucking just bring that guy. <laughs> okay, he's an adult. We don't even have to give him another check. Yeah, he doesn't know. It's fine. Oh, the band's name was the Kickers. The Kickers. The Kickers. I wrote it down. It's funny. We should have looked at that. And that Strat Sammy was playing was ugly. It looked like uh, it looked like a the, like, that red and white one. Pete it, Townsend it always looks like plays. a Mexican or Korean strat. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Like, it's got like a seventeen scale neck. <laughs> Some weird awkward. Sounds, sounds like a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when they played the uh, the trick or treat theme song. Rock and roll, rocking at a midnight, steal yeah. your soul. Yeah, it was actually not a bad song. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, but. That man, that man pretending to play that song was gut wrenchingly bad. Yeah, it was. It was like it's like um, that man clearly had never held a guitar. Yeah, it was like uh, when I saw Wicked Wisdom. Yeah, but they're at least actually playing. They were, but it was like people just didn't know what to do. No, no. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, right. It's fine. Don't acknowledge it. Flaccid Don't acknowledge it. Damn it, you acknowledge wow. it. That solo looked the worst, though. Yeah, because there was there were scenes <laughs> where you could tell they had somebody who knew how to play guitar record some stuff, right? And he's like shredding up on like the like the high frets, but whatever he was playing did not match what was playing in the song, <laughs> so it still looked bad. Right. 
<laughs> there's a moment where he's playing the solo and then he, he faces the guitar towards the audience. That's the first time the lightning shoots out and right. starts killing people in the audience. And like, you can still hear this. Like, you could tell there was an awkwardness because the man never held a guitar before. And so you still you see him like faking to play the solo, and he's like shredding up on like for he's shredding up on like seven and eight. <laughs> but you're hearing like, <laughs> and then you can tell there was it was there was like a cue where he was supposed to stop and turn the guitar and then shoot. So he's playing the solo in the wrong spot. It's already like <laughs> stop, and then and then he stops playing completely for a moment. And the guitar is still going. You can still hear the guitar playing. Right. And then he turns to the left, kind of, with like his hips, to point the neck of the guitar at the audience. The guitar is still going, and he's still not playing anything. <laughs> and then he strums, like a big strum, to like shoot the lightning. Right. And it's supposed to happen the same time in the song, but he's off. So like when he strums, it's like, strum, <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> Is that the best take you could get at that? Like, it was so bad. And then the next couple minutes is just this dude His shooting guitar magic yeah. at teenagers and yeah. literally fucking evaporating them. <laughs> evaporating teenagers. I, I, I just, I, here's, what, here's what I wrote. And he just killed the drummer. Yeah. At one point, he just turns around and shoots the drummer, and right. it's like, what was, what was he doing? And you the drums to, continue you, for you a moment as well. Rock, right? Yeah, you got to rock, rock, break it down. But like you, like you just killing the drummer. You need him. Uh, all I know is that I wish Kiss had played by prom. Sad face. I mean. When you graduated high school, there could have been a chance of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there was a reunion. It was, it was, yeah, the reunion was happening. I mean, that, but anyway, that's when Leslie was in her underwear. Yeah, in the and locker why, room. And why was she in her underwear? Don't worry about it. It's fine. She's just, you know, emotional. Got to get nude. Didn't she say something about, I... She's, this her, co- her this, costume's falling apart. Her costume is she, falling yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? What? And and, yeah, I'm, the, I'm assuming, and the fucking Cooley kid followed her in there. Yeah, I'm assuming the oh, a little bit of flaccid bullshit. There <laughs> we go. I'm assuming it was a this costume's falling apart. I'm being exposed slowly. I'm going to go change and either come back to the party or leave. Because she also was on the phone with Eddie already talking to him, and he was like, "I'm not coming." And she was concerned about the fact that he just suddenly hung up. Yeah, but so I th- I'm thinking the the sparks have already been flying between these two. So I'm thinking she was going to change clothes and go find out what was going on with Eddie. Yeah, but why did they have to put her in her underwear? Because '86, <laughs> like that's that's the reason. <laughs> because Friday the Thirteenth made it cool. Because Breakfast Club did it, and because Sixteen Breakfast? Candles did it. Who was in their underwear in Breakfast Club? I thought there Club. was a scene of one of the girls in the shower in Breakfast Club, in like a gym class thing. It's been a minute. No. No? Am I just thinking of Sixteen Candles then, that happens? I don't think anybody was in their what? underwear in really? Sixteen Candles. Okay. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Weird. I just have that memory, or maybe I'm getting something else mixed up with those movies then. Porky's, maybe? Oh, I know Porky's. Porky's is nothing but that. It's, it's just... Yeah, that's all it is. It's just Porky's and Animal that, House. Is that Kim just, Cattrall? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Isn't... I was an Animal House kid, sir. Not a Porky's kid. I was neither. I watched Mannequin I was, a lot. I don't know what that even is. Mannequin? Yeah. Kim Cattrall. She's a mannequin. 
She comes and, to life. And she comes to life yeah, in okay. front of Jonathan Silverman on yeah. like third shift while he's doing all the merchandising yeah, for a department store. Yeah, no, I was a big John Belushi fan. Like, weirdly a big John Belushi fan. Like, I bought the outfit he had in Animal House and just wore it around. So, yeah, good times. That's when Roger had the crowbar. Yeah, and he starts banging on the power to cut yeah, the power and that's so when no more kids after I wrote die. down his line. Roger's the fucking hero. Roger says, let me do one thing right. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And then like, the effect they actually used. We're led to believe he died. Yeah, he did not. But the effect they used when Sammy's disappearing when he's coming at Raj was actually pretty neat. He like, it was like a VHS tape, like disappearing. It was neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It looked like uh, when the Cinnabites disappear at the end of Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, yeah. that shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I liked it. Yeah, Roger didn't die. Roger didn't die. He's a hero. He's Roger, a fucking hero. Roger with the not dead. Did you see the the name of the movie on the marquee they were running by? I did because it, it took me a minute because it's it's it wrapped around. Yeah, and I remember reading it and being like, that doesn't make sense. And then realized that it was like I was reading the reading the first half first and the second half first half second and the second half first. It was called Lunch of the Dead. That's not what I thought of then. I saw another marquee that said something on it that I, don't know what it was. that I couldn't say I couldn't see what it said because it wrapped around. Is that when Sammy jumped out of the window? I think so. That was very Freddy Krueger looking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything in this movie has a very just '80s horror film feel. A lot of tropes. The cop died. <clears throat> yeah, which and I wrote. It's funny. I just wrote. Kind of want the movie to be over with. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it's like we're 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 moving we're moving along here. That's when he was jumping through the radios, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and they that's, and realistically, how many fucking radios are is in that house? A lot. There's one in the shower. There was another one in yeah. the kitchen. Yeah, Eddie, in the, had, Eddie's room. Eddie had like five. There was Walkmans. one. In the, there was one in the living room too because he tunes it while he's on Halloween and he's not listening to metal. Yeah, and he's like fucking. This is, what is it? Being deaf is better than this shit or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. So there's a radio it, like everywhere it, it, in the house. It reminded me of. It reminded me of Shocker. When he was jumping, yeah, from thing to thing at the end of that movie, yeah, and that—that's when he came out of the ceiling, right? Sammy came out of the ceiling. I think it was. I think so. But anyway, they were wind- leading up to the bathroom yeah, scene. Yeah, we, we wind up um, where he's like the toilet, His hand stuck in the toilet. Yeah, how, and that is where, one of the campiest things. That where happened. were they? What like what was that about? It's the water. They find it's the water that hurts him because he's been controlling electricity. Okay. So he touched the water and now he's getting shocked and he can't pull his hand out. What's funny is is that you can clearly see that he's pulling his hand out because <laughs> like he's faking getting shocked and like fake convulsing and his hand is occasionally coming out of the <laughs> toilet and it's like ugh. See, I didn't. I just didn't. Clean. Yeah, it was the it was the water was hurting him. I got. Electricity. I got. I got to watch a better transfer of it. Yeah, that's, I don't know. that's yeah. when he fucking ruined his mom's car. Yeah, he ruined every car. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he destroyed all of his shit. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Stereo, his own car, his mom's car, the windows of the house. Yeah, they killed a cop. Bathroom. Yeah, killed a cop. Killed a whole bunch of high school kids. Yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. They wind up back at the radio station. Yep. And that's yep. how the fucking movie ends and So you're saying so you're saying that the voice of the DJ at the end of the movie mm-hmm. is Ragman. Ragman, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Ragman. Because I thought it was Gene Simmons. I'm pretty sure it's Ragman. 
I'll ch- I mean, we can double check. Maybe, maybe I misheard. But judging by what we've seen today about how shitty your tape was, I'm going to say you probably misheard. Yeah. Anyway, what was your thing? Okay. So. So. Are you ready for this? Yes. I've been I've been workshopping this, been thinking about it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to propose to you the sequel that is Trick or Treat Two. <laughs> Are you ready for this? It's going to give you. It's going to no. It's nothing to do with Roger. No Roger. It's just here. Here, here we're going to set. Up, I'm going to set. Up, I'm going to lay it out for you. Here's what's going to happen. So, Eddie's back at his house. Okay, got a new record player. Okay, new record. Whatever he's listening to. New record. Let's make it something fun. Make it like Venom, Cannibal Corpse, something really heavy. Let's just to show that he's he's continued along this path. But he's like he's a good guy now. Okay, he understands it's bad, but he's a good guy, and he like he understands the music's just music. Oh, and it's, Mike. Sorry. you're good. So he's sitting on his bed and he's fucking listening to this music, and it starts fucking freaking out. It starts like it starts doing the things and like starts going it starts going backwards on its own. Oh, and Eddie's like the fuck, and then like. Sammy Curry, the voice comes in. He's like, "You thought I was gone, whatever, whatever, whatever it is." To like, Sammy, it's like Sammy Curry's back, and so he's like, "Oh fuck!" And like, he starts to like, he starts to like appear at the foot of the bed, and he's like, all the blue light and stuff, and then like, but not yet, you know, just that like that inkling. It could be a dream. Maybe it was a dream, and then like, he wakes up or or comes to, and he's like, "Did it happen? Oh, nothing. Everything's normal." Like the scene in Aliens with the chestburster but it's a dream oh, yeah. she wakes up but she's not sure it's a dream you're not sure if it's a dream or not at that yeah. point that kind of thing and then like he's panicked and he's like what was that and then everything starts rumbling like something's outside and he freaks out <laughs> and he's like oh, but then the rumbling just stops just <laughs> like a like an autumn like almost like a car noise but like big it's right. like big and then and then it just stops and he's got that moment of like silence and he's freaked out and there's a knock at the door the front like the actual door right not like his room or something and he goes he opens the door and it's fucking striper (laughs) and they know about sammy kerr they know and so sammy kerr comes back now with his with a full band to fight this eddie kid and then striper is like this this roaming ghost patrol or whatever where they're fighting off these the lords they're force. fighting off these demons that like and they know sammy kerr's like we've been fucking tracking this guy we're gonna get him with the fucking to hell with the devil and like and the noise the noise was the holy roller rolling up out front and they just fucking piled out of the fucking big black and yellow RV. There's going to be fucking Striper fighting, fucking fighting his new band. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the fucking sequel we need. That's see, that's Trick or Treat Two, motherfucker. Trick or Treat Two, Holy Rollers. <laughs> Trick, or, Trick or Treat Two, uh, the Lord's Force. The, ooh, that was real good. Uh, Trick or Treat Two, the Armor of God. Trick or Treat Two, yeah. uh, or the Medal of God. Trick or Treat Two, Tell with the Devil. It's right there. There it's it already is. there. Right there in front of us. That's it, man. Sammy, Sammy Kirk's band uh, versus Striper, and Eddie's just caught in the middle. That's interesting. That's a fucking sequel. That would be. Easy. <laughs> That'd actually be pretty good. Yeah, right. But it, it would be awesome if it was like Striper now. Oh, see, I mean, 
No, it would be quite as good, but I see your point. It wouldn't be quite as good. No, it would be like Mark Price and Striper now. Oh, like they're all old like, and shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, Sammy Kerr's not aged, though, so that's going to be interesting. He's also dead. How are we going to do that? Yeah, no, he needs to not age because he's dead. See, I thought this this movie, it was like, um, it's... I want this movie to get older. You know what I mean? I mean it's already 31 years no, 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 old. No, 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 no. Like, like everything about the movie, I want it to be older and more mature. Oh, you want like the sequel to be like with today's standards and like you treat it a little more seriously? Yeah. Yeah, or like a reboot? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, reboots usually end so badly. I mean, it's but not going to be any want, worse than a sequel. I just, I want this movie to be more. I get you. I get you. Yeah. I wanted, like, Sammy Kerr to be, like, you know, summoning the minions from hell. Yeah, really kind of Evil Dead kind of stuff. No. Oh, really? No? No, that's too campy. Really? I love Evil Dead. See, I like Evil Dead, too, but it's yeah. it's campy. It is. It's just yeah. like... You want it to be, like, an actual horror movie. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't think that... It's too silly to ever work as a real horror movie. Right. I, I say that, but we're going to get a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and that's like the silliest shit. So yeah, they could probably they could find a way to make it work. I know about that game. I love that game. Game is weird. It's the best. It's a bunch Actually, of, I bunch, of, bunch of jump scares. I don't give a like. fuck about the game. It's the story in the game that's so fucking fascinating. Man, it seems like it's Showbiz Pizza on fucking acid. It's not. We'll get into it sometime off air. Mm. It's pretty neat. Mm. Yep. Yes. Mm, yes. Quite. Indubitably. Mm. Mm. Yes. So, what's our takeaway? I mean, it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like really campy 80s shit. Like, it's definitely worth a watch if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's... Don't watch it for its intellectual value. <laughs> I, you know, I... The soundtrack's dope, too. Yeah. Yeah. The drums, though. Yeah? Bleh. Bad? Yeah. Rough. Well, it's all programmed. <clears throat> oh, like, okay. Like, you know, cheap sounding elect, you know, electric... MIDI drums? you know 80s drums yeah. that's the one thing that bums me out about the album is that fastway i mean they're like a third tier sort of band yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. they're on the same level as like wasp yeah but like like the actual like studio recorded fastway where like it's a live drummer bass player yeah you know what i mean like they're actually pretty good yeah yeah but the songs feel generic i mean you're getting it's almost like the bad side of Dawkin. Bad side of Dawkin? Yeah, cuz there's mean? there's two distinct sides to Dawkin. Okay. Good songs and absolute complete pap shit. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they're like like they don't they don't Fastway doesn't much surpass Dawkin's bad stuff. Gotcha. I mean, you no, know, just just you know. We we know the names. They did something right, you know, like that's well, I mean, just it, just Eddie played Eddie. a motorhead, yeah. you know, and Dave Keem went on to be in Flogging Molly. I think the the weirdest thing about Fastway is that uh, they're kind of like one of those bands that could have been. What do you mean? They were they were just if they weren't good though, then well, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of pieces there that you could turn into a really yeah. great band. One of the situations where if they were local, they'd be fucking huge hits. Like even like big local like couple, yeah. several states they're but they like, never hit the mainstream. They're like Henry Lee Summer. <clears throat> yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, How yeah. Henry Lee Summer here is in Indiana. Everybody's like fucking Henry Lee Summer. Yeah, but if but like 
I don't know any metal guys Henry in our Lee. area that have like a, a big like name. In our area? Yeah. Other than Dave. Yeah. And that that's just like that's a very like you have to just know his band. Like Yeah. That's a very like long standing sort of cultivated yeah. good reputation. Yeah. 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 Good point. Dave Dalton. Dave Dalton. Legion. Legion. For Drummer days. extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I think of that has like a... There's Bob. Bob who... Uh, he ran sound at the fifth quarter. He's been in several bands. I forget his last name. He's he's a pretty well-known dude. Right. But I, I can't remember. He toured with some fucking big bands in the 90s. I ran into the singer of Year of Desolation the other day. Really? Yeah. Those guys were really good. Yeah. Um, the dudes in uh, Ghost of Maine still have a pretty big name around here. Ah, good point. Jared. Yeah. yeah. All, all those dudes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like that Jared guy. All right. Uh, we wrapping it up? Yeah, I feel like we're wrapping it up. Feels like This it. has been a long one. It has been a long one. Yeah, it's one. almost two hours, I think. So go watch Trick or Treat, watch, I guess. It, enjoy it. Take it in. It's a good, it's a good like, shitty Halloween movie like for like for the holiday. Like Watch... All these shitty horror movies. It's Take it one. in. Because Raj is going to jam. Raj is going to jam. And you're going to be a court low. <laughs> I guess we're doing an outro. <laughs> Stop. That's a good cue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're done. Go watch Trick or Treat. Do it. Uh, that's it. Music, the lifeblood, something old. Something new. What are you listening to? No false metal. It doesn't really matter if we live or die. What keeps us going is this fire inside, and I know.